was cracking. It's good, my man. You hear me? You hear me all right? Loud and clear. Uh, let me uh my mic a little. Yeah, but man, did you watch that versus last night, man? Yeah, definitely epic. Probably one of the best ones. Well, before we get started, my name is LaRon J. Straight out of Pittsburgh, but I'm down south. <laughs> William A. Thomas over here in the chapel, Fox Chapel, PA, across the river from Pittsburgh. What's good? You know, I'm just letting people know in case they're trying to find me. I ain't hard to find. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped up, ma'am. Man, let's go in tonight, man. Who, who want to get on the call? Let, let us go. We're gonna talk about this, that battle, man. Epic battle, Jadakiss. One, one definitely for the ages, you know. But got a little bit to say. But you know, how how was your weekend? Man, my weekend was cool. Got a chance to chill like I always do. That's my favorite pastime, the chilling. Uh, what did I do? It's so crazy that, we, you know, when we think back of the weekend, we don't remember what happened. Um, I think I chilled. I don't, I don't think – I didn't do nothing really. I just was chilling with the kids. Uh, you you been, know what I'm saying? You've been out entrepreneuring too much. You remember the days where you look forward to the weekend. The weekend was everything. Friday, happy hour. Oh, yeah. Them, them Pittsburgh days was great, man. Shout out to uh, Tequila Willies and uh, – Matrix and what was other stuff, man? We used to do. Don't forget the crowbar. Crowbar, crowbar was nice. I didn't really, I didn't really hit up the crowbar all like that. I went to arts a couple times, you know what I'm saying? But it was one way in, one way out. I didn't like the feel of it. But I would go to CJ's across the street. Big out the shout out to CJ. Is CJ still down there, man? Nah, I, I was never old enough to get in. So <laughs> by the time it was gone, it, it was too late. Yeah, it was like over thirty, right? Yeah, yeah. Discrimination. Yeah, but man, we hold on before we get started, man. We gotta do a moment of silence, all right? Like a hit. Dipset got bodied yesterday, didn't they? Woo! Oh, you 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 really think that? Dipset, dipset got bodied. Don't let me get started on it, man. Put if you're trying to get on here, we're going to start early. Usually we don't. We usually, we usually talk a minute. Put the, the link in the chat. Now, if you're watching us on, uh, on YouTube, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. Hit that notification bell. But, um, man, they got body last night. It was dope, though. I like, I like how they got uh, Michael Buffer out in that bar, but, you know, when he was done, he he ran out of there. It was so New York in there, boy. Tim Boots. I think he was a little scared. <laughs> he held his arm, man. He had a little, uh, what did he have? He had that little uh, index card. He did his thing and got the heck out of there. Shout out to him. <laughs> I wouldn't have stayed either, bro. Man, what, how, how would you like to get paid for only talking for Three minutes max. Hey man, million dollars. That's why I'm on here trying to get paid for talking. Mm. You did. Hold on, man. I'm rocking these Adidas slides right here. I got to slide them to the side. Oh man, South Georgia life. 
You about to switch them up? Put your LA gear on. Get okay. out of here. LA gear. <laughs> I'm gonna get on you with your little Crocs. Come on, man. I got. I got converted, man. Show your Crocs. Show your Crocs right now. I I I putting them blue joints on here. People going. <laughs> no, I was a I was a hater for a long time in regards to this. Um, I I, I thought they were corny. I didn't think dudes should be wearing them. But they're getting soft. Pay attention. They're getting soft. I mean, one one day, I, I was over at the park, and you know I'm over there flying the kite with my little son, and my older son he 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 did something. Um, what what happened? Oh, he had his Crocs. He wanted the hoop, and um, you know I had my shoes on. I was like, well, I ain't way we're going to be able to make that happen. You're going to have to wear size 13s and look like a clown. And um, he said, okay. I was um, wearing the Crocs like they were slippers. And um, he, he went over and bought. And I was like, I put my foot in there. It was like um, Magic. What, what was that movie with? Um, was that Bow Wow, Magic Mike or what, whatever? Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, I was like, what, what's going on? What have I been missing? Come on, man. You soft. Pay attention, man. Get soft. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, but. Like back to the battle, man. Cause you know, I'm, it's on my mind. I'm gonna have to watch it two, three, four times, man. You know, I like the fact that, cause you know, the locks is old school. You know, they was out there in the in the in the uh, cipher with Biggie. You know, what I'm saying instead of the Yonkers, man. You know, Mary J. Got them on, got them on. You know what I mean? They was out there, Mace, putting them, putting them working. And I like the fact that they beat them so bad. It was like 30 nothing. It was like six touchdowns. It was about six touchdowns, man. If you saw the uh, track list, was I got it right here. We're going to go through the track list right here. But, woo, it's like you ever play your son? And, you know, you got to, for, for all the dads out there, you can't let your son think they can beat you. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to beat them. I don't care if you're playing Nintendo Switch. I don't care if you're playing basketball. You got to beat them down. And that's what the greatest rapper alive did today, yesterday. Said beat the brakes off of him, huh? Now, I didn't have Jada in my top five or ten. I remember um, back in the day when we had the top 50, it was like a little thing going on. Pardon me, but my eyes are getting itchy out here. Um, but uh, I had him like 16. I had him. Uh, I had LL before him. But that performance right there. I'm putting him at number one. Mm. Well, here, here's my thing. Are, are, are we talking about performance and um, everything? Know? Everything. Okay. Number one. One, now, one, one. I think the Jay is definitely a great. He's a great one. performer. One. He's a great. He, he's one of the best lyricists. Number one. Number one. Number one. Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna, hold on. You sound like a hater. Ask me no Jackson, question. I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. Why you mad? Tell me why you mad, man. I, I ain't mad. I'm, I'm, I'm just listening. A lot of people out here, capping. They, I, they wasn't watching the same thing that I was watching. I don't even think you watched it. I was, I was watching it. Okay, you proceed. Tell, tell me, tell me what the highlights was then. Well, here's the thing. 
Were we watching a comedy show or were we watching a, a, a versus of hits? Because if it was a comedy show, then Jadakiss definitely, um, he, he won the whole thing. He was the funny guy. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you got the floor. Go. No, I, I, I was like, I was letting you pull your little paper clip off and everything. I'm, I'm if, done. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, but it, it wasn't a comedy show. And, and here's the thing: the Dipset, they didn't even really dig in to what they could have dug into. I mean, if we if we look back at their um, catalog, right? I could go back to, you know, th this is before 2018, you know, got con Confessions of Fire. We got Who is Cameron. Got the, the Rough, Rough, Rough album. Got SDE. Got Come you're, talking, you're talking about albums? I mean, that, talking about, we're talking about songs. But that's what, but but what I'm saying is that that's what Versus was supposed to be. It's supposed they only to got, brother, 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 back up. They only got 20 songs, man, for an hour. I mean, um, each. It's two hours, man. You talking about albums. If this is a dip set thing. You 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 focusing on, on Cameron. With this mixtape stuff? Come on, man. No, nah, man. Come you, on, you, we, we We talking about 20 songs, and you had to perform. And you talking about albums? You don't even know what's on the album that you're saying. You just talking. You just Google. That's what you're doing. Uh, that's that. That's what it is. But I first mean, off, first off, first off, Dipset wasn't ready when you have your boy. What's his name? He he looked like he was like he had the Bobby Brown jaw. Couldn't hear what he was saying. Joel Santana. Uh huh. Sound like he had the Bobby Brown jaw. Then he dressed like he was night in two thousand two. You know, I know some guy who was locked up. Right. He was locked up since uh the baggy shirt. You know the five X, the Averex coat, the the tent, the boots, right? He gets out a couple years ago. Guess what I saw him in? The Averex, the five, the five XT. <laughs> that was that was dude right there. Then here's where Cameron went wrong. Okay, Cameron, you can't under, underestimate a beast. He came out with a launch here. Did you see that? Yeah. He's sitting back in the launch here, and you in New York though. You gotta forget where you are. This is New York. Do not play. This is the mecca of hip hop. They really care about bars. They want it live. Your group, Dipset, was lip singing. Oh, they wasn't lip singing. No, I, if you, you want they, um, they had the the lyrics. I mean, yeah, they had the words on there, but they they knew their lyrics. No, it's, they did. All right, now, okay, wait, 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 wait. You, you, you going to you, you going? I don't think you watched it now. I, I did. You, wait, 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 wait. You know, it's funny you say do they remember the lyrics because when Cameron got under pressure, he said, "Cut the beat off." And I'm going to play it. He said, cut the beat off and forgot his lyrics. <laughs> and got booed. It hurt my heart. He tried. He forgot them lyrics, bro. He forgot who he was messing with. Put respect 
on your boy's name. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. All right, let me let me point out two things that happened that a lot of y'all might have missed. Number one, where where were they at? They were in Harlem, right? Who was in Harlem? There was at Madison Square Garden, I think. I think. Yeah. So okay. here's the thing. What ended up happening was they ended up stopping the ticket sales to the local people as part of some type of um you know, you are talking crazy. No, no, they hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. You gonna get serious or what? Man? Fifty cent type stuff. The second thing is that um they had a the locks had a teleprompter. You know, get time for that. What you say? The locks had a teleprompter. It don't matter if they had a teleprompter. Yes, it do. If you're if you're sitting and there calling someone give, out for um, lip give, give me proof. Give me proof of that. Ah, oh, okay. I want proof. All right, I, I I got you. At the end of the day, you giving a show. Have you? How many? Let me ask you a question. How many rap concerts did you go to? What before that? Not even gonna answer that. What was the last rap concert you went to? Ah, uh, crickets up this month. Mom. I don't even think you went to a rap concert. It's been it's been a while. Hmm. You never went to one. That's what it, that's what. It, pay attention, guys. You never went to one. So, like he said, even if they did have a teleprompter, which I don't believe they did, if they had that. Why couldn't Dipset do it? Because you know what? They did not take it serious. They went for the bag. And you know what? They tried the jokes. And, you know, uh, the locks went back at them, right? And when they embarrassed them so bad, because you remember, he said, hold on, wait a minute. This is a rap battle, and you and you sitting there lip-singing like Nilly Vanilli. And then, what record did he play? He he did that he did that um what was it oh who shot your freestyle oh my goodness come on man they was outmatched and what was Jimmy doing dressing like some 1992 1992 Hoover Deuce crip <laughs> are you serious uh, he, how, how, how old are you hey well they got beat so bad first off they said nobody get on stage. They got beat so bad that their crew went on stage and one of the little flunkies took their shirt off like they was going to hurt somebody. You know when you get ripped on so bad, you want to fight? Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Come on, dog. Come on now, dog. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Now, I didn't like the fact, this is why I don't go to rap concerts anymore. Now, I'll go with hip-hop because I believe there's a difference. You saw a difference out there. You saw hip-hop versus rapping. Mm -hmm. And what I will say this, though, if they didn't have a crowd, it would have been a lot different because I saw what Jadakiss did. That's why I put him up there at number one right now, right? Because he worked that crowd. He knew what to do. He had the crowd. He stopped the music and talked intimately with them when you got these people lip-syncing. 
dipset, dipset. Come on, man. This is not 2002. He might sort of came out with the pink furs. Oh, man. I, all right. I, look, can't. I, lost a lot of, I lost a lot of respect for them, bro. The freaky Zeke looked like he took a Zanny. You see freaky Zeke out there? All right, let me stop. I I I, I can't um keep doing that. You ain't watch it. I'm out here capping. No, I watched it. I'm just bull crapping. It, it was a <laughs> it, it was a burial. You know, we we watched a public execution. All right, well, we need another moment of silence, man. Let's give it a moment of silence for Dipset. They got bodied out there, man. So what was your, what did you like best about um, the video? So, you know, real, seriously, though, um, you know, working in sales, one of the things that I did know that you were talking about, you know, Jadakiss, he, he really, you know, he, he was talking to them, you know, not more so through them or at them right. to where uh, you, you you notice a lot of times where the, the crowd's like repeating the lyrics. There, there was a couple of times that Dipset did that, you know, when they um, say something and they don't say anything, <clears throat> mics out there. There was a couple of times that no one responded. Right, right. I thought Fact. that was pretty interesting. Now, eventually it seemed like Cameron got some participation, which <clears throat> that's definitely, definitely huge. But, um, you know, I got to give that to Jada Kiss. I, I wouldn't say that he's, you know, the best, but as far as um, knowing your market and be able to work that crowd, like he he did it like one of the best of them. Bruh, what I loved, uh, what I loved about it is the locks, the way they did their songs. And I believe they must have told the DJ because, you know, uh, Dipset only had a few. I mean, obviously, they got the, the more uh, commercial hits, obviously, right? But I think they told the DJ, if they play balling, we're going to play this. They waited for them songs, and it was right on cue. Yeah. The first song that the locks put out was F.U. The first song, they set the precedence. Right. You understand? Then they came out with the, the song with Nori banned from TV. That was the second song. Then the third song, this is when they was up. They was dropping 30. They was, uh, what's his name? Um, Carrie or uh, Steph Curry out there. They was dropping threes. It was it was 30 nothing already, man. The next song they did was uh, the DMX and Locks. Come on, man. Yeah. She glued. She glued. They brought Marty, Marty, D, Block. The crowd went crazy on that joint, man. And and, and when that when they did that, um, you know, uh, Dipset tried to mock them, but it didn't work. They just kept on going, and then Cam and then Cameron came get them, girl. But you know, one part I like I like when um, it, man, this stuff was like on cue, man. Um, <clears throat> Joel Santana looking like Bobby Brown, y'all. <laughs> he was saying he was like, yo, y'all y'all be rapping to the females. Oh, they. Jada kids put five different songs in a row rapping the females. Mm. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> yeah, I think that um that they they were definitely prepped. They were definitely prepped. And um, 
you know, that that's that's one of the keys that that was the difference maker. Um, a lot of people when you're when you're making albums, you're in the studio, you have someone actually managing you. So these guys were in position of where they, they said, all right, we're going to manage it ourselves. You could kind of tell that the locks, they're a lot closer to each other. So that, you know, everything kind of flowed pretty easily. Well, I would say this, because <clears throat> anybody know New York, you have to rock the crowd. That is what MC is. Um, I swan, swan, I see you there. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to get you on. Um, <clears throat> MCing is rocking the mic, mic check, right? So it goes all the way back to Busy B. When Busy B and Kumo D was on, and um, Busy B was walking, rocking the crowd with his uh, ABC rhymes, and Kumo D came in there with faking the funk. He disrespected him. Like Kumo B, I mean, <clears throat> to me, Busy B went downstairs. He was partying, messing with the girls. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. And Kumo D destroyed him, rocked the crowd that way. That is what MCing is about. Mm -hmm. And them Harlem dudes. They all flashy, wearing a chain. You got to see my Gucci shoes. That's what they brought. They look like fools. How you still rocking a bandana, that big bandana? And and um, I think Styles P threw it on the ground like, pow. He threw it on the ground like, pow. You remember that? You saw that part? Oh, what about the part? That's what I said. Cameron started slow. He was sitting there in that, that, that lawn chair. Like, he was going to, like, let the goons get him. Nah, this ain't 2001 Jay-Z with The Rock when they were going at Nas. It ain't that time, bro. You know what I'm saying? I see and, you, bro. We'll, we got you in a second. Go ahead. Right, right. So, <clears throat> LL, when LL destroyed Hammer and Ice-T, was ain't saying nothing. Mm -hmm. But he went at them. You know, when Jay-Z was in the crowd at a, a Summer Jam, and he was like, if 50 Cent dissed him, and he said, well, I'm about a dollar with the if 50 Cent. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. They lip singing like Swanee said, like Nilly Vanilli. And, and Cameron, I'm on Cameron, man. This dude be taking bodies. First off, mm. back in the day, Little C's and um and Junior Mafia ran them out of, out of uh, the Ruckus Park. I might have to play that video later, a little bit later. Then this fool lip singing on here like Nilly Vanilli, like you said. <laughs> and then Mace came out from the pulpit and bodied him, man. The pulpit, like two years gone, bodied him. Well, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Man, yeah, man. I ain't want to hold anybody up, man. Oh, and last thing, he gets booed for trying to freestyle, man. He's on there like New, New York. They punk, man. They, they no, man. They, no, man. Yeah, they gave him three chances, dude. <laughs> Usually, you don't even get that many, man. He, he forgot his lines, bro. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna try to find it, but let's get the people on and see what they say. All right. Let's see what we got here. Um, get Swanee on real quick. Swanee, what's going on, man? Good evening, my brothers. Oh man, how's how's your day going? Good, man. Everything's going good so far, man. Nice long day at work. Okay, okay. I know you watched that uh, that battle, man. What's, what's your thoughts, man? No, well, first of all, I see y'all. Y'all got your glasses on. I'm putting mine on right now too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, yeah, the official. Listen, 
we talked about this before. Who's going to win Dipset LOX? I told y'all before. I like Dipset. I like some of the music. But Lox is going to always bring it. Mm. Man, it was over. It was over the first song that Lox played. Yes. Put your middle fingers up. That was it. Yes. Was it? That was over. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Oh man, it, it, it was it was definitely entertaining though for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, but it, it was a lot of see. That, that's the thing, man. I mean, you got you got you got twenty five people with a mic. I mean, come on, man, grab one mic. Thing they had twenty five mics on the stage. Man, that was bad. That was bad. Then the lip singing, man. I saw you say lip singing. Well, how you feel about them lip singing? Well, listen, man. Listen, here's the difference. Jadakus came out raw. He knew every word to every one of his songs from mm -hmm. the very beginning all the way to the end. Style speed and chic. All the way from the begin from the beginning all the way to the end. Now, mm -hmm. Dipset, they was man, they had their play in the background. They had their playback in the background. So a lot of times they weren't even saying nothing. They was allowing the, the music from the background to speak for them. So yep. I mean, that's that's an L to begin with. You can't do that. What you what you think about uh the playlist? That they had listen the dipset didn't come out until later on man after the probably their 15th song or whatever it was mm -hmm. they started playing a couple hits and jim jones had a hit um and uh, there was another one they, they they had but that was it though man but the playlist they didn't go through all their playlists though man the locks had so much more to present it just ran out they ran out of time man it's fair to say even even though i I came on. I, I confess that I was capping, but I, I, I do think Dipset didn't go deep into their cat because they could have went deeper too. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They should have. They had every opportunity to bring out them anthems. You know, New York was a big one, you know, but that was a feature and that's all good though, too. They got hits, but they just wasn't, they just didn't play them. Well, I think the way. Like I, I think they planned this. I think they told that. First off, that DJ was trash. Uh, I don't know if you saw the beginning of it, but these dudes came out so late. They're supposed to come out like an hour or two early before that. Mm -hmm. Like that—that that is straight that crappy Harlem N-word stuff, man. So you got this crowd. You got them waiting. You bring out a lawn chair. You ain't come out there to perform. You know what I'm saying? You got freaky Ziggy though, like he's on a zant, like on some pill. And then when 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 Jada was going in on them, because Jada could have did it by itself. When Jada was going in on them, all of a sudden all them all them dudes came up there. You see this old uh 45, 50-year-old Jim Jones throwing up gang signs. Then all them dudes came up, one dude took his shirt off. Man, I, that's that's why I don't, I don't I don't really mess with hip hop like that, man. I mean not hip hop, but but uh there's a difference between hip hop and rapping. You know what I'm saying? But uh but go ahead. Yeah. No, Jada, I, yeah. Go ahead, Swanee. Now, Jada, Jada had mic control, and he controlled the crowd. And yeah. like Rock him said, MC means move the crowd. If, if you, the MC, you got to move the crowd. And Jada did that from the very beginning. So he set the tone. So mm -hmm. after that, they had nothing to come back with. And Jada was saying it the whole time. Y'all ain't got mm -hmm. nothing for this. Y'all ain't got nothing for this. Mm -hmm. And they really didn't have nothing for it. Jada rocked the crowd. He moved the crowd. He controlled the crowd. He won alone. Like I said before, like I said, I made a post on Facebook. Jada kids beat the dipset alone. 
Mm-hmm. Facts. And, and like I said, the DJ was whack. All he was doing was playing Jay-Z. That's his go-to. <laughs> like, he, he was he was struggling out there, man. You know, I ain't like the DJ. I, I think Buffer was dope. You know, even though I mean somebody somebody was saying he was reading off an index card, but so what? You don't listen to hip hop? Like you expect Michael Buffer to listen to hip hop? Listen, hey, after you heard all them after you heard all them N words, he can he 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 dipped set out of there. He's like, man, I gotta get out of here. He dropped that mic and got in his little limo and got out of there. I don't blame him either. You ain't gonna be sitting on the sideline trying to see. I'm, I want I can't wait to be seeing Husancha. You know what I'm saying? They ain't doing that, man. <laughs> he got that. He got that money and got a ghost. And I would have did the same thing. Oh man! <laughs> right. Did y'all? Did y'all see? Um, who was that? I think it was Jim Jones that fell off the stage. Did y'all see that? No, I didn't. I didn't see that one. I love. It. I'm gonna have to pull that one up. He fell off the stage. Well, they had about hundred people on the stage at one point. <laughs> yeah, that that was a that was a fire hazard in itself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they, man, that was some. That was very uncomfortable when they were trying to get them dudes off the stage. They was not moving. I know. I was like, man, I, I, I could I could have swore someone's about to go down. Matter of fact, man. I was I was when I was when I was watching it and then realized. How fast people were coming on the stage. I'm like, I turned my head one time, look back, and there's 30 more people on the stage. I'm saying, yeah. Where are you coming from? <laughs> yeah, it was it was right after dude. I, I think he when he um he was throwing up the blood signs, man. And then they, uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know about uh, 50 year old gangsters, man. Where, where's the pension plan, bro? <laughs> Listen, hey, uh, uh, Song Campbell was in there. <laughs> What I bet he was. You seen him? <laughs> no, I, I ain't seen him. I bet he was there though. <laughs> Man, you about to pull it up or you find it? Yeah, right. There we go. It, it, it's kind of grainy, but so he has the um the the black jumpsuit um with the stripes looking like Peppy Le Pew. Let's see. I can't even see it. Oh, let, me, let me switch this out. Let me see. Yeah, put it on there. Can you make it bigger? Yeah. It's going to be a little, little grainy. All right, there you go. All right. So just watch the kind of towards the middle going to the upper left slightly. Oh. Didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, I missed that one. More time. Oh, hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, oh, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> they take it to L. After L, after <laughs> L, man, um, back. Uh, Swanee, you um, you you <laughs> to hang around for a little bit. Uh, indeed, absolutely. All right, let me um, do y'all thing, man. Hold on, mm. I'm gonna put you in the queue. I got L O X. Let's see. We got Bro Brown drinking a, a Corona. 
What up, fella? What up, OG? What's cracking? It's a pleasure, man, to finally, you know, be, be part of the movement, man. Let's start there, man. Thank you very much, you know? <laughs> Oh man, you getting it in out here. I gotta get it in too. Shoot, you get me yeah, jealous. Man, a little bit. I said we're gonna do this bigger than drink kings, you know what I mean? This is underground, you know what I mean? Lock, lock, locks, locks done their thing. I come from an era, I was born in the 76, so the 90s was like all right, 94 dipset, but locks was a strong hardcore group. But dipset will get you all the ladies though, ASAP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cam and all that, that little pretty boy here. But man, yeah. that 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 man kiss, a lot of people don't know. I'll, I'll be 45. Put it, I put it in my top, my top, I've been putting in my top five mm. since, since the 90s. Like, man, he's lyrical. And another thing, I'll hit you on this. It's crazy because cause them cats is down there my age. You know what I'm saying? So I know a lot of cats that's from the hood, my age and all that. And uh, growing up, I knew that in, in certain aspects of life. So you look at it like you can see what team, everybody get money, but what team is strong or what team is healthy as they will. Man, kissing them had so much energy, so much knowledge on the mic, so much wind. Them dipset boys are like, damn. And that's what that up. That's that's when Jimmy fell off the stage. Like, damn, it will. Glad you pulled that up. Cause I ain't seen my, my young boy at the shop put me on. It's like Jimmy fell off the stage. I said, "Come on, Jimmy, stop oh. it, Jimmy." <laughs> oh man, stop it, Jimmy! You fell off the stage. And then I said, "Oh man," I said, "Damn, fam." So extracurricular plays a lot. In, in that community. And you right. can tell how polished that the loss was and brought up to be like, yo, when it's business, it's business. Right. You know what I mean? These cats, extracurricular, fell off the stage, dude <laughs> crazy, you know what I mean? Like, yo, man, it's, it was a mess, but at the end of the day, I like how y'all put that together. Because I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna twist it. I, I was the young bull with that 40-inch chain with that long-ass Iverson jersey on. Dip, 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 It's the hardcore music. To the boo. I was like, oh, that's hard, yo. Yeah, it, so I said, they ain't fooling now. You can, you can see who met, help is your wealth, who did, because Jay didn't lose a breath. He just kept going. Man, he looked better like, than he did whoa. back there. Brother hey, T, he kept going. I was like, man, yo, that, that was a good one, man. And I and I and I appreciate you having me on this live, man. You know what I mean? I I I really like. I told cats at my bar shop today. I said, I got to the shop about eleven o'clock. First thing I done, I went on YouTube. Joy put that on, and even the white boys knew. Was like, yeah, man, shit, man, shit. The lock. I forgot about Jenna Kiss. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. <laughs> Right, I mean, right. the kiss of death. So I was like, and I had to tune in. I salute y'all, man. Glad to be part of the movement, man. That's from the heart, man. Much love, man. Appreciate that. You, know you, want, to, you want to shout out your, uh, your barbershop? Oh, man, no doubt, fam. Natural Choice, 111 Myron Avenue. Been rocking with that joint. My man, Nick Fat the Barber, DJ. He had that shop since 1997, man. 
and a and, and a community in Oakland to have a black business in Oakland for over 20 years is a blessing. So wow. it's still real words out here and real movement out here, man. And Definitely I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So we keeping it striving and going to keep on slicing, man. Right. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I ain't want to let let you go without um, you know, mentioning like like that that cat's the one who got my hair right, you know, got the nice lineup and all that. So oh, yeah. That definitely, you know, go down there, ask for pro. He'll, he'll get you right. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Before, before you go, in, man. And hey, we're gonna bring move. We we try and go to the next level. So why why the customers I'm bringing in? You know what I mean? I'm bringing in my customers to tell the tune in. Nice, nice. Um, before you, know you go, man, before you go, who's your top five? Top five right now, OG. Top five. Ooh, triple OG, triple OG. You know what I mean? But look, I'm a little different, man. I'm a little different. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little different. I'm going to leave it out. Scarface, okay. Ice Cube, Nas, Kiss, then Jay. Uh, strong. I, I can't take nobody out of that thing. I, that's That's... Yeah, I mean, I, that's my era, OG. That's my era. That's my now, era, OG. Now, now I want to see Ice Cube and um, Scarface battle in the verse. Somebody say that on the book all day. That 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 gotta go down. I that gotta. gotta. Last time I saw Scarface was in Homewood Coliseum before they closed down. He still was so humble, pulling on the show for the fellas. He was like, "Man, what up, fellas? I love y'all, man. Humble cat. You know what I mean? Too no. humble. You know what I mean? Like, man." I heard that cat was that he, he was down Capri Pizza. Oh yeah, he's chilling. Yeah, man. Just like he's man, yeah, he's, he's down there chilling. He's like, if I if I respect the people, they'll respect me. Mm-hmm. That's the type of dude he is. That's the thing in life. That's how I've been rocking in life, man. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, how my top five sound, OG? T- uh, is that strong or? Because a lot of a lot of OGs put Jay first. I mean, I couldn't put Biggie, Nas, and, and Pop. I mean, that's that's played out. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's, I can't that's do that no more. Of course, of course, Pop. Of course, Biggie. We gotta leave that out. You know what I'm saying? The, right. That's a different level. That's icons. That's that's you know what I mean. That's a different level. But at the same time, yeah, that's that's my strong. That's my strong five, man. Okay, and that's yeah. dope. I- that's All right, man. Yeah. Bro, bro, Brown. I appreciate y'all, family. Yes, sir. I'm going to log out, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go to the studio right now and try to make some lyrics while I cut hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Love I'm, y'all, man. All right. Signing man. out. I didn't see you in a minute, bro. All right. All right. Yo, man, that, that list is crazy, man. Um, What I would say is uh, I got to put Melly Mel up there somewhere. Like Melly Mel is the uh, one of the reasons why we ain't saying Bob to the Bob the Bang Bang the Boogie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he he was that dude back in the day. <laughs> right, right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's on the mess. That's on the message. Come on, man. A lot of people um they don't give um face his love, you know that he. he I don't hear. I, I think they do. I mean, at least on my side. I mean, I'm down south. Maybe that's that's why. Mm. Uh, yeah, the closer you get to Texas, but um, most people, especially up here, if you you say top five, they're not going to say face. Now, a lot of rappers will say face, 
<laughs> you know, that's yeah. that's one thing I noticed. A lot of the rappers will put them in the top five. Yeah, that top five was dope, man. Um, I, I got to put Ice Cube up there, man. I, I, I put on a death certificate the other day, and a couple of his, his songs, man, it, you can play them today. Like, the, the same thing. He was talking to – because you remember when he left uh, NWA, he went uh, – I think um, Public Enemy produced them. Like, he was producing them records. Yeah. And, you know, it was crazy because if you look at back in 1988, like, shout out to Biz Marquee and all them. 88 was the best year of hip-hop. Other than like '99, around that time, I think that was the second '98, '99, when they hit. We had that surge with Jay Z and, and DMX, like our time. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was '88. Like you had the Juice Crew, um, you had uh, parents. Don't, what's his name? Parents don't um, understand. Uh, Will Smith. Yep. You had um, uh, Cool G Rap, which was which is uh, Nas's reincarnated Cool G Rap. Yeah. You had and um, Big. Go ahead. Yeah, saying storytelling at the best, you know that that's where Nas definitely adopted a lot of his style. Um, that that's the stuff that I liked. Like I like listening to a lot of Nas, and I, unfortunately, I didn't listen to Cool G rap when he was rapping. But one of my OGs, he actually put me on, and I was like, "Wow, this this is where he got it from." Yep. Yeah. Slick Rick. Slick Rick had that first album. And that that uh children's story wasn't even the best song on the album, like it was like game changer. You had EPMD, um, that was the time when uh '88 when when black people start loving themselves again. I don't know if you remember that, but it was like a real black movement. And what was dope was uh Arsenio Hall because you know um Fox was dope, and Arsenio and the Fox was trying out like people. You know they were trying to get people on because. We put the first woman that ever did a Tonight Show on was a uh, uh, what was her name? Um, Joan Rivers. Rivers, yeah, yeah, Joan Rivers. And then they they put um, Eleven Color on. It was just like a crazy time, man. I and, and and for to be honest, this is why I didn't didn't like this part of the uh, the, the verses is because of that the gangsters always ruin everything. They ruin everything, man. And they was about to ruin the thing. You know, they was up there, like, grilling, and they had to tell them, like, back down because, you know, they don't have any skills. And they, they had to go on stage and hug. Like, like look, we're, we're cool. We're, we're just – Because they wanted that check. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, there was something in their contract say, if you if you mess up this venue and start a riot, we ain't paying you. Because think about it. When you got a rap concert, mm-hmm. their insurance is a lot higher than anybody else's concert. Maybe a rock concert is another thing, too. But – the shorts is high. You know what I'm saying? And right. they got to pay these rappers up front before they get on because they ain't trying to get played. I, I, I think that that's a, an interesting part to actually talk about because a lot of people kind of ignored that part as if it doesn't exist. As if, you know, whenever a lot of us in that type of atmosphere get together, as if it's all love. And we can, we can actually have that sometime. But the truth is, is that in, in that type of situation, you're more than likely to have a situation where someone ends up getting hurt than at a place where it, it might be, you know, the rock concert where they may be doing some crazy stuff, but the most that happens is the place gets trashed. So why why do you think that is? I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about rock like that. You know, um, I know a lot of them died, though, from like ODing. 
Um, put, put, um, put Swanee back on, and we we could all talk about it. But, um, yeah, I think I think they be OD in there. Like, um, I was watching this documentary, dope documentary. I don't like to give a shout out unless they're gonna pay us. <laughs> but so I'll just say, um, I was watching um TV, and it was this uh, um, the dark the dark side of the '90s, and you remember the '90s? There was a lot of rock stars that that um and, and actors like child actors they OD'd, and the one dude that was on Stand by Me. One of the um, stars on there, he became a rock star. And back in the '90s, it was uh, um, Johnny Depp. He had a bar, he used to do music, you know. I mean, he probably still do. And he had a club in Hollywood. So long story longer, <laughs> he one of the kid, one of the dudes was um, so depressed, and he he OD, he OD'd and died right in front of the place. You know what I'm saying? And then I remember the one dude from Ladybugs, I forgot his name, and um, Sidekicks, that movie with um, Chuck Norris. He was a big star, a kid star, and he committed suicide. And then you had Kurt Cobain. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just, I, I didn't know. Wow. Yeah, so you got to think. Like, they they have tragedies at their spots, too. So I'm pretty sure the stuff is high. They just don't, um, they're not hands-on on them like like they are at a, a rap venue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that that's why there there's a couple of layers to that. You know, those type of venues, of course, on one end, ownership, that definitely matters as far as who actually owns it. Then the other thing is as far as who, who owns the insurance. But, you know, if we are to have um, successful things, we got to be able to respect other people's stuff. That That's what ends up coming down to it. And there, those dudes on there, on the stage and stuff, to to some degree, they didn't respect what was going on. They, you know, like what the the locks and dipset going to fight it out or have a, a gun battle? Come on, they they they're getting that cash. So I don't know why anyone would even think to do something like that. Well, you got to understand that these goons don't know nothing about uh, other than being goons. So they're like, look, I got your back. That's their only worth in the group. So usually they'll go, if somebody say something, they'll go handle it and then be like, yo, I got you. I got the dude. And dude be like, what you mean? They're going to trace it back to me. But that's that's the culture of these hoods, man. You know yep. what I mean? Like, Yeah. The culture. And, 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 and that's why, you know, it's good sometimes that they have them at these other venues not owned by them. So sometimes when somebody else is in control of the venue, they set certain rules and certain standards. And sometimes it has to be that way. You know what I mean? It would be awesome if we own Thriller. It would be awesome if we own all of them. You know what I mean? Uh, if we own the venue, if we own the DJs, if we own the, the whatever. You know what I mean? And did our own thing. Then we, met, we make our own rules and set our own standards and all that. Um, well, they, they do yeah. have that. Like... Um like uh, what was the tunnel? I think it was called it in um, in uh, New York. I don't think it's there anymore, but I, I'm, I'm assuming that that I, don't, I might not. It might not be white though. And I don't know, but I know there was a lot of people getting beat up, murders there. And then you got to think about it too. Um, you have you have a uh, liquor there. You have alcohol. So they're trying to make money. They're not. If, if someone comes in there like a, a celebrity. They're gonna let them buy how much liquor they want. They may stop this guy from drinking, but if it's like a a, a celebrity coming in there, they're gonna they say, "Hey, 
spatter bottles. They want them to spatter bottles. And you see the girls with the uh, little things sparkling. So this dude's drinking too much. They're not going to say nothing to him. You know what I'm saying? They crew. And mm-hmm. when they when they got the VIP, because they paid so much to get in there. You get what I'm saying? I remember yeah. I was in, D- in D.C. one time. And um, like this this is the scary stuff, man, because these gangsters, be known, they know the bouncers. And I remember I'm waiting in line because usually if you if you go to a club, um, they'll have you waiting in line because they want you to think it's packed in there. And then they raise the price and they'll tell you, uh, you know, if it's uh, if you don't get in here by eleven o'clock, it's gonna be fifty dollars or something, right? And they wait in line. There's nobody in the club, but they act like it's busy and they blast the music. And he, but I saw this a couple this crew. Nobody checked them. They just walked in. I'm like, this is how people be getting hurt, man. You don't think they did that in this video? I don't know if it was if it was in a Madison Square Garden. Maybe they got different rules and regulations there. But like the first hip hop concert, it was um uh I think it was uh I'm trying I forgot who was on there, but I think I know MWA was on there. And um the whole Crips came. I remember um Big E was talking about it. The whole Crips came down there just to fight. This was '88. Mm. It's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I noticed though is that um, I, I think it might have been Cameron that said it. He said, "Like um, Crips, Bloods, um, you know, whoever, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not, I'm not with y'all, but I'm with y'all." I mean, that was I'm, Styles B. It was Styles. Okay, yeah. Yep. That, that's about the that's about the booing when he said that. Yeah, there you, was some there was some bloods in there. You know, you know, Styles P on his um. Juicing, <laughs> making that money. <laughs> I, re- I respect that, man. You gotta grow up, man. You gotta, you gotta mature. Absolutely, Styles P. He he was a gangster before all this started. <laughs> and, and he That's what play. he said. He, he's he's telling the truth. I remember, you know, there was up there. Uh, I don't know if y'all familiar with uh, Trick Trick in um, Michigan. Yeah. And well, we're pretty much you. You gotta check in with him. You can't make money in there unless you check in, and he'll show up on the venue. And he rolled up on um, the locks, and um, Sheik Luke wasn't there. But man, uh, Jadakiss said that they came in and they was fighting this dude. It was like forty of them, and they knocked them. They knocked the Styles P out. <laughs> they said it was if it, thank God for a trick trick because they was they would have died in there because he, he told them to fall back. Wow, yeah, like they they the locks was getting it on, man. They was fighting in every hood, man. You know, they ain't care. You know, I think that's stupid, but, you know, thank God that they're alive. So that's why, shout out to uh, Styles P for evolving, man. You know? No doubt. But that's, a, that's just a grown man. Yeah. But back to the, stuff. I'm going to eat this fish and, the, and, and drink this juice. And this I'm going to all of y'all <laughs> money, <laughs> you know. I, I, I really appreciate that, man. You know that that entrepreneurship he grew he grew up he he out getting it. Now the dope thing though is he putting the juice the juicer um, companies in the hood because you know a lot of times they were saying um, you know black people wouldn't want to do anything healthy. That's why they had the Popeyes and stuff there. So he's he's debunking that myth, you mm-hmm. know, by putting it there. And man, that that is that is super dope, man. Um, I remember Cameron. Shout out to Cameron. Uh, I saw him on the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about some business stuff, man. And he was like, um, 
lot of people don't know how much money he has, but he likes it that way. And he was like, uh, this is when I first heard this. He's like, you got to get a, get your LLC. And he said, I got so many businesses in, not in my name because if someone try to cancel you, they'll, they'll go to your business and try to shut it down. Mm. That's a, that was a dope nugget. You know what I mean? With this, this uh, cancel culture. Right. Yeah. So that, that, that's definitely huge. And um, I, I really think more people need to learn about that. Them LLCs, you know, right. lot lot of back behind the scenes money to be made, but protect yourself if you're going to go into business. Why, why would you make yourself the shoe? Yeah, so let's talk about let's talk about what uh what Jadakiss said when he was talking crazy on them, man, and giving the bars. But you remember when he was like, he was like, um, I'll never let y'all niggas. Beat me with leather pants on. <laughs> oh, man. You remember that? <laughs> I, I was weak. <laughs> uh, but what about the part when um when Cam was talking crap on it? He was like, "You ain't from New York. You live in Miami." <laughs> <laughs> from the very beginning. And then he dropped. And then, then as soon as he said that, he dropped. Who shot you? Bam! <laughs> Come on, man. When when he did that, I was like, "Oh, they they done." <laughs> Listen, this this had to be pre-planned, man, because That's everything man. was like right on time. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, was crazy. It had to be like, <laughs> man. Shout out to their prep, man. Mm. What's the five P's, Ron? Was that proper preparation prevents poor performance? Oh, I still remember it. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what about when um when uh he played? He was talking about, they were talking about him, and Jedica said, these niggas don't know what a Grammy is. They don't know what a Grammy is. And then he played the song with Mariah Carey. He was killing them, man. <laughs> someone, someone said they dry snitching out here. <laughs> One after another, man. He said, Freaky Zicky looked like a fat nigga from Drew Hill. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, was Freaky Zicky out there doing, though, man? Man, that dude was—he was on some drugs, man. Come on, dog. he had to be, man. Somebody's <laughs> having a seizure or something, man. <laughs> he, he was, he was, he was, a, he was a puff daddy dancing everywhere, man. Man, that was crazy. He, he reminded me of Funkadelic with the dude with the diaper. <laughs> <laughs> man, what else he say? Uh, yeah, that—that that was that was the thing. <laughs> when when he was um when they was lip singing, he was like, "Man, I'm, I'm supposed to be in bed watching the Honey Movers." <laughs> Y'all sitting there, y'all sitting there lip singing. I should be watching the honeymooners with this crap. He's like, he's like, y'all, y'all dudes. He's like, man, why y'all listening to this lip singing? Y'all could be in your car listening to Apple Music if y'all want to listen to lip singing. <laughs> <laughs> he was killing them, man. Oh man. Now, one one thing I noticed um with, with these verses, all of them have kind of been like one side's more prepared than the other. Have have y'all noticed that? No, um, like like with um, uh, who who was the older guys? Um, who keeps sweat of Bobby Brown? Yeah, that Asley. Um, no, that was good. The Asley one, they was they was getting it. Asley, who who was it? That that, that, Asley's that, Earth, Wind and Fire. Okay. That was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. And then when you and um, uh, dude was prepared too. Um. I think his song selection was weak, man. Uh, Bobby Brown. 
Like, I think it was weak. Yeah, he should have said, like, his lineup was not that good, but he was killing the performances. It was just Keith Sweat. I I forgot. His whole first album was a hit, man. Like, he, he was getting – and then on top of that, he was a writer. Mm-hmm. So he was he – was, um, I didn't know he did Silk stuff. He did um, – what's that song? Just Got Paid Friday Night. He did that mm-hmm. one. I was like, I didn't even know he, his picture yeah. that Johnny Kemp. Yeah. Now – the one I say that wasn't prepared was Teddy Riley. That was that was trash. Mm. But Babyface got him. Yeah, his equipment wasn't working. It was bad. You know, I, one I didn't watch. I turned it off. I couldn't do. I don't. I don't like E forty, man. I couldn't do it. It was E forty and too short. I was like, womp womp. <laughs> I'm going too short. <laughs> right, right. I can understand too short. He was he, he was he was rapping slow, and the beat was dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he gave some game too. He gave some game. He gave some game. Yep. Now I didn't. Um, I know what you're talking about. Um, Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole. Oh, that was trash. She lost so she lost so much respect for me. Oh man, she was playing with her hair the whole time. It was like, ah oh, man, I don't want to see this. Man, come on, man. We we ain't we ain't respect her anyway. <laughs> That's a whole fact right there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, man. What you what didn't you like about the performance, Swanee? What I didn't like, man, was uh, Dipset's preparedness. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, well, as we talked about already, uh, they they were not prepared uh, for the onslaught. You know what I mean? And um, you know, <laughs> the locks were were just prepared, man, to give a show. Man, they came out like it was a real concert. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They was really getting that money. And uh, and they did they did it for the fans, man, and uh, that's what it was about. And they did it for for the culture. They did it for hip hop, and uh, you know they brought the heat. Uh, so what I didn't like was you know Dipset. They just wasn't prepared enough uh, as much as the lock was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, what you what uh, what didn't you like? Uh, well, uh, well, I mean I, I'll say the same thing, but on the on the flip side of it, I think that they've kind of. Versus has had a lot of like evolutions, basically. Um, you know, like it started out kind of, you know, I think it, it started out looking like what we have right now, <laughs> basically, and, yeah. and it evolved into what it is. But I think they're going to end up making it like full out concerts now. You know, oh, yeah, they they about to go on tour. Mm-hmm. That's that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thing thing of it is though, who's going to control it? Who's going to own it? And who's going to uh, who's going to control that bag? You know what I mean? Well, I, I know who's going to control it. Um, I think it's going to be uh, uh what's the next? Swiss Beats in them. Yeah, but you Swiss Beats versus Atlanta versus um, L.A. versus you know that's yeah, what's yeah. Mm-hmm. um what I did what I didn't like about it. Let me count the ways. <laughs> I didn't like um, what's his name, Jim Jones, when he stopped rapping and went over to a jewelry man and he put this big chain on him. I ain't like that. I thought that was corny. That's some Harlem stuff. I said that that Harlem um, Dame Dash, everything got to be flatter. That's that gangster stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? That's how the gangsters like a uh, Supreme Team and all them was in the real Fifty Cent. There's a real Fifty Cent out there mm-hmm. that was doing that. And uh, Rich Porter and all, uh, I don't like all that, man. I ain't like Zicky, Zicky dancing with that tight little suit on. <laughs> look, look, look like a onesie. 
Man, he was he was sorry to cut you off, but he was the best part of that show. Their <laughs> show left this exactly. left not him. <laughs> exactly. I ain't like the fact that they came on too late. Like they just stuff like they this is 2002. I ain't like that. I ain't like the fact that your boy had looked like he was on drugs. Um and had a Zanny and laying on the floor. Uh we're talking about uh uh, Joel Santana. I thought Jules was going to bring it because I thought he was the lyricist of the group. That was a mistake. You know, he didn't care. They, it was bad, man. They, they're done. They're done, done. <laughs> done, done. You know, hey. um, but now just, just a, a quick question. Uh, my man before me uh, was on and gave us top five. What's you, who's you guys' top five? Go ahead, Will. I got to think about it for a second. Let me think. <laughs> well, you know, my that it's controversial now to say it, but I'm gonna um, put M Nas. Uh, I'll put J. Let me get two more. Can I just say? Can I just say groups? <laughs> nah. Oh man, because I you know I want to say. I just can't. I can't say prodigy, but y'all know what I want to say. So I'm gonna say prodigy, and y'all know what I mean. Um, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, Andre, you know, three thousand. That's my dad. That's my dude. That's my favorite rapper ever. I just wish he put out more material. That dude was spinning. Yeah, on the track. No doubt. Yeah. I, I, if he would, if he would put more stuff out, I'd have been. I'd have picked him too. Um, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I, Especially on the fly. Um, I like uh, Jadakiss now. He Jadakiss moved in to my top five. He, he's in there now. Uh, when I saw that, Jadakiss, Jay Z, Nas, Melly Mel, and Ice Cube. In that order? Uh, yeah. No, oh, that's cool. Yep. Mm. Yeah, man. I'm 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 gonna hit y'all with the old school man because I'm an old school cat. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Rock Him. I'm gonna go with Karis One. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Jada Kiss. I'm gonna go with Jay Z and I'm gonna go with Nas. Hey, you can't go wrong with that list, man. Karis One, man, he's by far my second best performer that I saw. And the first one was Busta Rhymes. Karis went. I went to see him in Tallahassee, uh, right, like a, a year before the pandemic, and I just I never saw. I never went to like a hip hop hip hop concert. You know, there were more rap, and this dude came in. I'll never forget it, and he's mic checking because he was kind of late. You know, he's freestyling, but he's checking the mic. I'm like, how are you doing this? And he's he's pointing at check one mic one check two, and he's looking at people. He's spying people up. He's spying me up because I had the camera. I, Put it on Facebook. I can't find it. You know, it's so deep in the archives. But man, man I, it was amazing. It, it, like I was talking to uh, uh, Jimmy X earlier about this, and um, they nothing like when you got a great performer on stage. I don't care if it's a pastor. I don't care what it is. When they can rock a stage mm-hmm. and get everybody's attention, it doesn't matter. We could be black, white, or other. It's like when you go to a Stiller game and they're down. And you go to that red zone, and we about to win, and there'd be a white racist guy next to you, an Asian, y'all all hugging. Man, 
<laughs> I experienced that so many times at Hansfield. Uh huh. Absolutely. Facts. <laughs> when when you can pull when you can pull that out or be it on stage, I love it. Like it's amazing. I I, I look forward to it. Like you know, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's that's why when I saw that he impressed me so much on how he rocked that crowd. And mm-hmm. if you want to perform anywhere, it is the hardest thing to perform in New York and Philly because they are mean. Yeah. They'll boo your mama. I remember. Um, <laughs> I, I, I remember um, uh, Dave Chappelle talked about it. He went down there, fourteen years old, and he got booed down there, right in New York. And he was like, "How you boo a kid? <laughs> like, how you boo a kid with dreams?" Like, he was fourteen. They were like, "Boo!" <laughs> was like, man, oh, man, oh, crowd. We got, we got to see if this guy. We, I, I gotta see if um, LeBron J is out here capping. So you Uh-oh. said you KRS One. Listen, hey, uh, matter of fact, I remember KRS One. I, I don't know if I've seen the video that you. That you hey, this yo, hold on, pause it. Is this my video? Pause it. Is this the video? My video. All right, go ahead. I ain't never was going to play. My fault. How'd you find it? Tallahassee, man, right by um, uh, fam between FAMU and um, uh, FSU. Shall I let it play a little? Yeah, go ahead. No. Turn it up, turn it up. Yeah, come on. I know I just walked in on this.
Freestyling right now. Check this out. In the mic and he's freestyling, man. They can't do this. Top five. checking the audio because he came in he didn't do a sound check that's what i'm saying he was practicing man come on man wow. and, and that wasn't even the best part of the show 
That was the beginning. That's Makes it look life. easy. Black tricks, man. Wow. Oh, man, yeah, that, that's. I would definitely go see him again. I heard Big Daddy Kane got a good show too. Oh yeah, he was in Pittsburgh with mm-hmm. Juneteenth. Oh okay, did you go? Nah, I didn't go. I didn't get a chance to, to see him, but he always he always come to Pittsburgh. Wow, yeah, I'm messing with him, Hattie. Rock, I heard Rock Kim was. I saw somebody had a Rock Kim uh, picture. Did he go too? He was there too. Yeah. I don't. I mean, for me, you know, yeah, he he uh he got a great rhyme style. Like he, he changed that. Like Eminem rhymes like him. You know, back in the day, I don't know what Eminem doing now, but back in the day, Eminem did rap like him. But I I, I don't he ain't a big catalog for me. You know, like I ain't gonna sit there drive like I'm gonna listen to Rock Kim. He got Think of Best Master Plan. Then he got the song on Juice, and then I remember I used to listen to him when um, I used to play uh, JB. <laughs> um, ninety six was it ninety six? I, I think I was playing basketball, and uh, I used to listen to his album then. You know, guess who? I forgot how, what it was, but yeah, that was dope. His Eighteenth Letter was a nice album too. Yeah, that's that's the one I used to listen to that like on heavy rotation around that time, ninety six. Yeah, his his microphone fiend blew up the eighties, man, and nineties, man. Yeah, he changed the game with his uh, rapping style. But yep, yeah, I, I think uh, like I said, I was telling you him. Um, I was telling uh, Will, um, ninety, I mean eighty nine, I mean eighty eight was really good because, um, you know, you had you know, MTV raps because I don't know if y'all remember before that it wasn't really playing videos it was on MTV except for like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson yeah. was the first one, right? And um. So when they had uh, Young TV Raps, that was a game changer. And it was a lot of talent. They didn't sound the same then to me. You know, you had NWA had their own sound. You had Ice-T. Then you had uh, East Coast Rappers. You know, South wasn't really popping then. But y'all, y'all talking that rich stuff, MTV. I was busy watching the Jukebox Network. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> someone would call and pay. I remember that one, man. Yeah. Um, but then I say like 90, 90, 96 through 99, 2000, that was, that was a, they pretty much saved hip hop a little bit, you know, in my opinion. Like, Def I Jam, agree. Like, man, Def Jam got saved by DMX, Jay Z, Y'all Rule, LL. LL. Man, well, yeah, LL, he stay, he should have owned that company. He stayed saving them. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and Master P changed the game with the money. I would love to meet Master P, man. Great businessman. I want to all business. I want to pick his brain, man. That dude got oodles and noodles on his face on that money. You know oodles and noodles. He got all the bad food now. I'm like, man, how you do that, guys? <laughs> he got all the bad food. <laughs> he got. He got huggies. He took the whole market. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I, I, I got to give it to him, though. I got to give it to him, too. I, I we still buying huggies. I'll be, I, I be buying those wrap snacks he got, man. He got little wrap snacks. P. <laughs> yeah, man, that was dope. Hey, I got a question before you know we wrap up, man. Did y'all hear um, Rihanna is a billionaire now? Whoa, that's news to me. Mm. Ah, she's a billionaire. Um, Who she married? She ain't married yet. Um, she she was messing with a billionaire, 
but um, now she's with um, ASAP Rocky. She got most of her money from. Um, if we could pull, try to pull that up, uh, Will. Um, uh, Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna, um, billionaire. See if that pop up. Um, but she got a lot of her money. Yeah, from the makeup. You're right. Correct. Um, from that makeup line that she got. Wow. Yeah. So, do you think ASAP Rocky is going to propose to her? Uh, he better do it right now. He probably Listen. already tried. <laughs> mm. He yeah. better do that ASAP. <laughs> Get that rock E. He probably tried so many times, bro. You got to secure the bag now, huh? <laughs> I don't know. But I hope it's for love, but it's it's about that money too, though. In, 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 their, in their lifestyles. Mar- marriage is a business. Yeah, a lot of negotiating. Absolutely. Yeah, if you don't believe it's a business... Wait, when, when y'all, uh, oh, you got it. No, keep going. You're good. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, you think it's not a business? Wait till you go down court and try to get that divorce decree. You'll you'll see it's a business. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. And the courts hold the cause. Facts. And they're gonna get they they're gonna get their piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's official. I mean, I I heard the the rumors before you know a couple years ago but it's official billion wow four yep so um yeah that that fancy um brand that's no joke that's what's up you know what's interesting um there's going to be as we can see and i don't know um i don't know why i mean there's a lot of big inflation going on but there is more and more black millionaires coming and coming. Did you see that contract that uh Steph Curry got? His contract is like two hundred and forty million dollars. He got a new contract. Mm. Right now? Right now. He just you got know, a new that, contract. That that is so like dope to have that contract right now, because I know Brian Westbrook got that a few years back. He got like two hundred and fifty mil um some years back. And I thought that was huge. But for Steph Curry to get that that money right now in his career, right, he won, he won. Well, the the, the crazy thing is, it's only like a four year contract. That's this, even better. This, this is <laughs> um, the baseball ones that we had seen where they were like ten years. This is four years. That's amazing. It really is, and then you got to talk about the endorsements too. That's why. Um, uh, What's his name? Um, LeBron James is worth a billion because what do you get? Like uh, seven hundred thousand on endorsements or something like that. Something mm. crazy like that. A month. Man, I should have been on that court, man. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been down Third Street every day, all day. What was I thinking? God, listen, I always I always tell people we still got time. <laughs> I might go and walk on somewhere. Facts. <laughs> Especially when Car- Carmelo getting signed still. <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> yeah, Vince Carter finally, uh, he finally uh, retired, huh? Yeah, he did his 20, man. Yeah. I'm disappointed in his career, man. I mean, I'm, I'm performing hyperbole, obviously, but he should have been a lot better than that. I think he just was going off his uh, talents. Cause at one point, he was he was dropping butt. I mean, he was he was like more athletic than T-Mac and Kobe. He, he, did, he did more than Grand Hill, though. What you think? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I feel sorry for Grant Hill, man. Yeah, unfortunately, it, to his circumstances, a loss of morning, he ended up getting hurt too. T Mac, yeah. Penny, they all get end up getting hurt. Grant Hill ain't feeling bad for Grant Hill. Yeah, Grant Hill is um, if any of y'all seen um, well, I ain't going to spoil the show, but there there's a show that's out there right now where there's a, a statue, you know, like like man, they they over there worshiping that guy. Where at? No, that's not Grand Hill. You talking about? You talking about Mulberry? Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Will don't yeah, we, yeah. Will don't want uh, sports pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. But <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No. That's um. That's up on Mulberry. He went to China and did one championships. They they got a statue for sure with him on it. Grand. Kobe, Kobe was about to go over there at one point. You imagine if Kobe went over there, mm. man, they would have, he would have owned China, bro. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, but uh, yeah, ASAP Rocky. You think he's gonna secure the bag, Will? You think he's gonna marry her? He 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 might. Try, that would be a smart move. Now, one one of the things that's really important in regards to that, whether it's her, LeBron, or um whoever is that like whenever you build a following like that you have the ability to be able to capitalize like she had over a hundred million followers so technically for her to get a hundred million dollars it don't gotta be makeup they could just all be like hey we'll give you a dollar <laughs> or something of the sort yeah you're right because i don't think that um there's really anything I, I heard women hype it up there probably ain't nothing special about that makeup not not to take anything away from her or her company, but whenever you have supporters, that that's definitely a big thing. Yeah, man. There's there's a lot of people don't know, but there's two types of sales. You know, there's push through marketing, which is uh, when when you get them advertising in the mail. You got pull through marketing, which is basically someone it's like an indirect selling. So that's why they always want. For instance, um, Fubu. Fubu blew up on pull through marketing because uh, Damon John kept on going to uh, LL's house, and they basically said, "Can you wear my shirt and take a picture?" And then he, and then what he did was um, LL wanted to help him because they was from the same spot, Queens, and that's why we need to help each other. He he went on to um, that uh, old Navy that Navy commercial. I don't know if y'all remember, and he rapped so fast that these these white people didn't know what he was saying. And he was promoting FUBU in that song. You can pull that up if you want to. And that blew up FUBU in, mm -hmm. in the 90s. And, yeah. And you, and, you, and, you, and you know what messed up FUBU, right? What was the downfall of FUBU? Do y'all know? Nah. Sean John. Puff wow. Daddy. Puff Daddy, he came into the game with Sean John, and he flooded the market with Sean, with Sean John. He wow. went. He went. He went to the to the source. Too much mass produced everything. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep, man. Shout out to uh, Sean John. He's a snake. I <laughs> do. <laughs> and hey, I, I don't even see Sean John no more anywhere. Man, that dude sold that company. Got the bag, man. That's got the bag and ran. His man. whole purpose was to outsell food, boo. Get them out of business. That's wrong. That's you know, listen, that's why we still talk about Puff Daddy and what he did to Total. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me see what we got here. 
They tried to tell us. He said, "Can't you see what you did to me?" On one of those songs. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see? See if y'all can pick up on the words. I know you like your outfit stylish. Any other line but the gap is childish. Everybody working as your personal stylist. You're falling. Once you hear the gap calling, you can't resist the shopping. Big balling. Not stopping. Yes, y'all in. Jeans popping in every mall in town. The city. G-A-P. Gritty. Ready to go. For us. By us. On the low. G. That's for getting the A for always. P. That's for power and the people that praise. Backwards. P for popular. A for attitude. G. Get it going, daddy. Gap is on the move. How easy is this? Yeah. Man, you hear him? For us, by us. Jeans popping in every mall in town, the city. G-A-P, gritty, ready. Once you hear the gap calling, you can't resist the shopping. Big balling, not stopping, yes, y'all in. Jeans popping in every mall in town, the city. G-A-P, gritty, ready to go. For us, by us, on the low. G, that's for getting the A for all. For us, by us, on the low. That's what blew that up. <laughs> and he got the hat on. Man, see, that's why hell, he, hell. He, he 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 pulling back with the city, man. That's how you gotta do it, man. Like that, that's that's um. I learned even like with the podcast game, but a lot of these people who blow up like that, they they link up, they link up with each other. Like um, like a lot of people hating on Jake Paul and all them, but he he linked up with a bunch of people and they went to Cali and they just working together. Um, and also I could go all the way back to uh, to uh, what's his name um. Man, uh, Richard Pryor and that crew, they all worked together. They was doing shows together. Um, it was uh, Richard Pryor. It was a dude off Sister, Sister, the Dad. It was um, Paul Mooney. It was um, Robin Williams. Um, the, the Jay Leno, I think. And then the next crew, it was uh, the Wayans, the oldest, the oldest one, Keenan Ivey yep. Wayans. It was uh, uh, Robert Townsend, um, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Seinfeld, and they all work together, man. And they make sure that no one's stealing their um, their their lines. Because I remember one time, um, oh John John Witherspoon was with um, uh, Paul Murphy. Richard Pryor and them. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, Witherspoon said that uh, because you know um, the, the white guy made it first, like before everybody. He he had Mark and Mindy. That show. So he would what he would do is he would go around steal people's stuff. And then when he tried to do his comedy, they would um, hem him up. They were like, look. So he was signing checks because he was still their, their uh, jokes. Right. And, we, you know, I don't think people do that anymore. Like, we don't have each other's back. Mm-hmm. Now, now, That's the problem. Quick question. This is from the comments. Um, what, what, what do y'all think about this? Kanye West speaking on Hollywood symbolism. I, I, I think it's dope, man. Like people, people don't realize uh, Kanye is a genius. He is a genius, and a lot of people want to hate on him because uh, you know, like there's a fine line between crazy and genius, right? He's he's going against the status quo. Now, one thing I didn't like is he married um, uh, the Kardashian. I think that messed him up a lot. Right? You know, he talks he talks about it, but this dude was a genius. This dude, like, it's funny. He was a genius back in the day, right? When when he was with Jay Z, he was doing the same antics with Jay Z, but all of a sudden now you want to say crazy. Jay Z kept him; they kept him for his beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he always had visions like this. They said, like anybody would say that. Like he was in—I uh, remember uh, what's his name, um, Beanie Siegel. Hold on one second. 
Benny Siegel. Uh, oh, we see you, uh, Jay, in the comments. Give us a second. Um, yeah, uh, Benny Siegel, man. Uh, he saved him in, in um, Philly because Kanye was doing Kanye back then, in like 97 or 98, 99, and he was about to get killed out there. You know, so I respect that. He's telling the truth. And, and another one, uh, Cat Williams. Cat Williams was telling the truth about Hollywood, man. Hollywood crazy, man. Yeah. I'm so, ha I'm so happy. Label. Like the That's crazy. Yeah, yeah man. And, and um, you know, they out there saying all this gay stuff, you know, these gay Jews and stuff like that. And and they and these 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 gay people, man, they shutting it down. You see what happened to Nick Cannon? Like they're seeing some stuff, but they ain't trying to talk about it because they know right. that their whole career will be over. That's right. And I, I just I I just appreciate the fact that you know some of these dudes got the courage to even speak that, you know what I mean, and go against the system. You know what I mean? The system is really the ones who are in charge and who are oppressing us. So when you got Kanye West speaking against it, that's what's up. And I support that because it's the truth. And you you know, if you if you go against powerful people like the Jeff Bezos and all them, you can get killed. Like, they don't play. Like, you be walking, they, they'll say you was jogging and you committed suicide because they have so much money and power and they have the media. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they have the and media. It, and uh, the government. And the government. So, shout out to people like that now. Um, that's why I'm saying I, I was talking. I was having this conversation earlier with somebody, and I'm like, uh, there's certain people that can't get canceled, you know, because they their followers want to support them. Mm. You know, I remember, um, like for instance, if you got ten million dollars, you you know, you could put that in some account, and you get five percent coming back. You get five hundred thousand every month. We were talking about this earlier, Will. Mm. Yeah. But so you won't be tied down to a company. Now look at a uh, little baby. Little baby's getting canceled. Uh, the baby. Oh, I'm sorry, the baby. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm old. I'm old, man. Pay attention. <laughs> but um, he's getting he's, he's getting canceled. Like like they they he, I think he just lost his uh record deal today. Is that true? Y'all hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I heard, yeah. Yeah, I heard um, that he was getting canceled, but I wasn't sure if they confirmed that. I didn't see any reports of him being canceled completely yet. Well, he lost his endorsements. He, he, you know, the festivals, they make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They kick him off the festivals. They're setting him example. But it's funny that when his whole lyrics is talking about black women, like Connell Bees and stuff, they go okay with that. But when he said, all my people who who, who straight. You're, you're allowed to talk, about, talk bad about women. You're allowed to talk uh, about robbing people. You're allowed to talk about drugs. Um, you know, all those things that are detrimental. Look, white men and black men, alpha males, is a dangerous species right now. We need to protect ourselves, bro. Oh, let me, uh, I got to get my man Jay on on this. Um, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just keep you on the screen, Swanee. Um, hold on one second. LBGTQ. What's cracking, Jay? Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you well. We hear you well. Yeah. Uh yeah, um my opinion pretty much on uh the gay. Um uh, I had just made a status on Facebook and talking about how can you cancel the baby for saying gay remarks but you can't for for like the gay standards, but we can't cancel Lil Nas X for the images oh. that he presents on television or social media. Wow. That may that. be inappropriate to our children. Mm. Um, 
Facts. Sasucha, Facts. Um, I guess it's Sasucha, um, but as I just think there just need to be an organization for unity that can reach those particular audience who understand what equality is. Yep, you're right. I I forgot about that. I forgot about low nines. I don't watch BET and all that stuff. That's a whole thing. <laughs> Do y'all feel that the LBGT community is a social issue? Who want to go first? I want Swanee to go first. I want to flip. I'll, I'll go first. Though. All right, go ahead. It's, first of all, it's a community of people. These are people, right? That yes. They are living a lifestyle. And my thing is that regardless of what, whether they're straight, gay, or whatever, I don't really uh, want to see it on display. You know, that, that you know, period. Um, I, I remember times going to Kennywood, for example, you know, and it, it happens when you're younger, right? But you you don't want to see a, a dude and his girl and, you know, he's like, um, you know, sticking his, his hand down their pants and, you know, all of that stuff in public and they're and they're straight. So why why would um you know whether they're straight or whether they're gay, it, that's besides the point. It's the part the the point of putting it out front on Front Street that is more so the problem that I have. Okay, yeah, I, I have that problem as well with it because it don't need to be advertised. We already know what it is. I think they're just being a little bit extreme for attention and the matter. Just, just to make it a social issue, and I don't think you can ever really compare it to the injustice that black men had to face in That's any right. shape or right. form. Facts. You took the you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, because that's a, that's exactly what's what's happening, and and I ain't got nothing personal against anybody in the LBGTQ community. Um, yes. You know, I have family members um, uh, that fall in, you know, in that. However, I love them to death. Um, it ain't got nothing to do with that. It gets every. It has everything to do with them being exploited on mainstream media as being normalized, and the you know it being the focus um, that's taken away from, like you said, my brother, the injustices that's still happening to black folks in America today. Yes, and. And it's also like so, like psychologically just taking taking life away. And what I mean by taking life away, in the Bible it says, "Be fruitful." I can take that as creating children. Don't mean you got to be cheating and having multiple women, but it's to just to create a to create another life. What I mean by being fruitful, and I think that what there's what they're trying the image that they're trying to present about being gay. They're trying to point us in a direction to where God don't even want us to even be. There, there's something interesting, and um, Swanee might be able to answer this that you had kind of put in the comments. So I'm, I'm gonna just put on here, show it up there. You said, "What's your opinion on creating a union for black men and children for the purpose of systemic inequality?" What, what do you think about that, Swanee? Systemic equality. Oh, okay. can, I, can, I, can I answer that? 
can I ask that real quick? Did I, did yeah. Funny? Yeah. yeah. Um, see, this is what I, I want to say about that. Now, first off, we, we definitely need some type of we need that system to, to be in place with black people. But I will say this because no time in history that a whole group of people was on board to do one thing unless they unless they was forced by it, right? Somebody had to come in and kill all the people who's, who's not on board, right? And then they keep the military in there to train them, right? It happens all the time, even in Africa. Like, there was certain tribes. And, um, and, and like, if everybody want to talk about, like, Africa, right? Um, white people couldn't get into Africa because of malaria, right? They didn't have a vaccine. So if any white person, that's why the, um, the white, the, the Europeans, went, um, they had ships around. Swanee was talking, I mean, not Swanee, um, Farm was talking about it. The, the white people had the boats around Africa. They could not get in. Okay? So what has to happen was, because slavery was a big money maker since the beginning of time. They didn't care about it. So these, these tribes in Africa and China and India and all these other places, they went for the weak. So they would get the weak people, like the women and children, and then the men, they would they would cut their uh, penis off, and, and um, they would get more money for that. It was the Muslim, it was the Islam community, right? They went to the end of the, to the, to the Atlantic Ocean to, uh, to sell them to Europeans. Europeans, they, they were scared to go in there because they was going to die. If they went in there, it was, it's like how people scared of the, uh, the virus now. If you wasn't, if you didn't have the immune system, you was going to die immediately, uh, within a year. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, if we're talking about right now, everybody said we need to get educated, we need to this. No. Some people have to go because they're not going to be going willing. I'm telling you. Like, they're, like, they're going, and, and we're not going to do that. But I'm saying, you can say everybody's going to be on board. I, I love the fact that we need it. But people's not just gonna be on board with that. They everybody doing their own thing. We talking about right now, 2021, 22. There's people like hey. look, well, real quick, I'm gonna let y'all go. But think about the um the civil rights movement. There was people that went against um uh, Martin Luther King. There was snakes, those black um snakes there. That got them mm -hmm. killed. They're the they're the ones who told them to go um because they they were they uh he when when he went down because he was working on uh, the war on poverty. This was after 1964, 68. He was going down there. He, he knew that. He, the court, yeah, he was getting all these African Americans to go down to the White House and go tear that mug up. And so they, um, the FBI went over there and they worked with these black people to get him to go to um, Tennessee, which he didn't want to go. And then he was downstairs. They, um, somebody in their camp moved him upstairs so he could get shot. I'll leave it there. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you said a lot. You said yeah, a lot of different things. Lot. Um, and uh, I'm hearing an echo. Is that me? Might be me. I'm outside. I hear crickets. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, uh, you said a lot. Of, you said a lot of points, uh, Laurent. Um, and uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Okay. That uh, sounds better. Um. You know, first and foremost, yes, um, there's a lot of people that are gatekeepers and they got to go. OK, uh, that's that's a fact, because 
these boule members, as we started to touch on at another show, these boule members, gatekeepers who are in place are the reason why we still face oppression uh, and inequality in so many different ways, because they are the ones who um, don't want the uprise of their own people. And that's a problem. And they're there in place to try to keep us down and calm us down. That's where every time one of us gets shot in the street from a, uh, from, from police, you got Al Sharpton up there and you, and you got Benjamin Crump representing 1,000 families. <laughs> Real talk. And the fact is, they come up and giving these speeches and ain't doing nothing for these families. They soon as another one, soon soon as another one of us go down, they're the representatives for us. They they don't represent us collectively. They represent the people at the time. And another thing is, like I said before, Benjamin Crump getting involved ain't a dime that all the money that they that they that they uh, uh, I guess receive none of that money goes to the families of these victims. You know, the Black Lives Matter movement um, is, is, the, is the biggest propaganda thing in history. You know what I mean? The way it is now. OK, the way it's run. Uh, it's not run originally how it's supposed to be running. And, um, you know, that's another thing to try to keep us away and calm down. OK, um, another thing is the LBGTQ community that Black Lives Matters and all these other movements is the reason. Uh, was key, is, is keeping us from getting to where we need to get to collectively. And that's why, yes, we need education, no doubt in mind. Um, but at the same time, uh, uh, and unfortunately, you know, nothing against, you know, some of our, 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 um, our civil rights leaders um, like John Lewis, who, uh, who recently passed away. Um, but those leaders like that, the only thing they talk about is how they get beat on a bridge. Okay. Yep. Come on now. Is that is that all? That's what it's about. You got beat on a bridge and you and you fight for the right to vote, man. Or people fight for the right to live or people fight Facts. for the right to, to speak or people fight for the right to walk down the street. It was more than just voting, because just like I always say, even right now, what has voting got our people today? We are still fighting for the same things we've been fighting for since the 60s. Facts. Facts. That's, well, I'm, 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 I'm going to get Jay back on either. Uh, yeah. My yeah. opinion on that, I I agree with you, but I feel like we should blame ourselves. We're more at fault for all this because, like, I re- I remember reading an autobiography by Michael Max, and he said, um, "If a man got to depend on any other man to survive, he's not a man." And I took that to the heart because me, I even grew up without a father, so I had to even learn even another way of survival. To understand even what a man was, so I have I have also learned throughout my thirty some odd years of life that um, like the purpose of like systemic systemic inequality actually did a paperwork on how the economic get, uh, wealth gap between whites and blacks is comparable to sound and how it doesn't come back. And also, I would like to say, like, yeah, black men need it. I understand that people don't come together. I know that for 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 a fact because I ran for mayor and I tried to get people to come together, and I ain't get no one to really show. Oh, shout out to you, man! Oh, shout out to you, man. Thank you, thank you. But um, and I just wanted to teach the people that 
what I learned by working in the police department that the way that things are being ran is through agreements and protocols. And I think even people like John Lewis, either they misled or they're not reading local ordinance because that's really what all that matters. And if you wanted to really do it, a do a business plan or do some type of organization that'll be beneficial to those in rural communities and not just African Americans, because there's some whites that's that's in messed up positions as well. Mm. But uh, it's just it's a deep conversation because like I asked the question on here, like the police, like the police uh, department are actually being funded through unions that are also being sponsored through cable companies. And it's it's a lot deeper than saying this person's racist. They got this like really documented, like organized. And that's why they say America's a corporation because it's nothing but a nonprofit. Because you can't blame nobody for nothing. You can't blame nobody for nothing for what they for what they running. They got lawyers to handle all that ownership and trademark issues. I would like where you're going, man. Keep going, man. And like the policies that they create under those, under those like demands, it's deep. It's deep. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't even know where I want to continue the conversation on because my whole thing when I wanted to run for mayor, I was trying to teach people that like in the Wilkinsburg community that we have a legislation that's available in our ordinance that if we just invest $1 million of cash, we can have our dollar revenue be, each dollar be equal $7 on a dollar by investing in a, a legislation in our ordinance. And we, and as blacks, we can create our own unions, our own, well, our own labor unions, our own cable networks, our own police force, our own government, and et cetera, just in the same category as they do theirs. And it won't, it wouldn't be illegal because they doing the same shit. Wow. So, so that's if you, hold on. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, notification bell and everything. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, that, that particular community may actually disappear. Not disappear, you know, really, but get, get absorbed. About a, about a bigger city of Pittsburgh. What do you think about that? Um, my opinions on like, if you look at like the way I say, Wilkinsburg Borough, we're we're actually being ran and controlled through the Community Development Corporation, which is an organization that a mayor has the choice of representing for the community as economic development that can be processed for continuous wealth. But in the process of that they're, that they're going at the moment, our great-great-grandchildren won't even see a benefit of wealth. That's how long the wealth gap is separated between creating an achievement for Blacks and those who just got a hand in the, uh, got a hand on the plate. All right, but what, what it, my question is, because a lot of people said there is, there is a big wealth gap, obviously. What because a lot of people think like, yeah, there's going to be, I mean, because I'm trying to word this right. It's, you know, the wealthy people are not going to stop for us. It's a race. Like, we started the race late, yeah, but we, I think we had a lot of progress uh, progress as well. 
think about that? I don't. I don't think it's a race. I think we all need to slow down and just like chill out because if you're gonna race one another, then you you might as well go ahead and lose your breath. Like, cause that's all you're gonna do. You're gonna keep going through the same situation if you want to keep racing somebody. That's right. Cause just who are the biggest consumers? Say that again. 20. Who who are the biggest consumers in the corporation of America? We are the public. Okay. Right. The public. Right, right. Yeah, I like I said, I, I don't think um because you know, even like when people say we need more money in our school system, you know, there's something that you're not paying attention to. You can put all the money in the world in school. Like my like I said, my, my wife went to uh, a Jamaican school where she had to walk for water. However, a lot of a lot of Jamaicans don't go to college. So they what they do is they teach um, college material in their they, they, they go to school for 11 forms it's like uh, 11 grades 11th grade mm. and they got college material so when she came here she didn't even study for the SAT she didn't even have to they just said take the test and she got hired than everybody else you understand what I'm saying um, what, you, what people need to worry think about we can't put the, heart, the cart before the horse like what he said mm -hmm. earlier what Jay said we gotta get the family first because you could put all the stuff in the schools right but you can't tell the kid to study. You can't tell the kid. You can't feed the kid in the morning and keep him alert. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't keep him home to to, um, to have a good life. You, we gotta have good stuff in the home first. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can you can say whatever you want. I, I grew up in Braddock, and for a while I I didn't. You know, I mean, seventh grade I was with uh, Swanee. We was in the same grade, but I stopped caring about it because well I don't want to say my business, but. Mm -hmm. Women Hills gave everybody the same opportunities because we merged in 88. And I failed seventh grade because I was not applying myself. But it, there was stuff there to, to accelerate. There's people here in, in our school that make millions of dollars. And there's people on welfare. It's in the yeah. home first. Like, you got to have the mom and dad and the kids. You understand? Like when, I first, when I first went to Turtle Creek, that's when I started seeing some stuff. Like, when I, I had my friends and they, I'm like, man, they eat together? You get what I'm saying? Like, I used to take my food and go in the room. Man. I didn't know they did this stuff. <laughs> so my point is, we can't put the car before the horse. Because these people in these, these other countries, which everybody want to talk about Africa, like I said, Nigerians and in, in, well, everybody like, oh, we evil or whatever. They was massacred over there. They're trying to, you know, the biggest slave, I mean, the biggest um, uh graveyard is the Atlantic Ocean because they're trying to get here that we mm. take for granted. You know what I'm saying? Uh. We doing this. Like, much as we, Will and I started this thing in Swanee, Swanee part of us too. And, and Swanee, I saw Swanee, um, you know, he was working with, uh, you know, uh, Del Rico and all them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying. But you can't, it's something about a structure in the house that we need to fix. And we need to promote marriages. We need to promote being like, oh, is that me? I don't know. I heard something um, stop. But we need to promote this stuff, man. We need to promote family. That's where it all begins. And then we can work on everything else. Because if you if you sit there seeing this girl twerking and doing all this stuff and, and she's not getting it um, held accountable, what you think she's going to do when she's raising a family or the man or the boy? But we can't say nothing to them. It's too late. Like twenty of them in ranking, you can't say certain things to certain people. You know how many people die? Shout out to you, Jay. 
But you know how many people die in their hood trying to help? Mm-hmm. I'll leave that there. But <laughs> you on fire, man. I was gonna say you keep keep on going. <laughs> yeah, but that's well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like uh we, we put this culture where we got individualism. You know what I'm saying? We don't have tribalism anymore, except for like voting for a Democrat. And Democrats failed us since day one. Democrats dealt failed us since day one. Like we talk about the history of this country, right? Mm-hmm. And people ain't gonna like to hear that I say this, but we fight for we fight for, we fight for dead people more than we fight who's alive, right? Yeah. That's what we doing. Like, how the heck are we doing this, bro? Like, we are alive and well trying to help people, and they ain't supporting us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we start starting businesses. There's no way Swanee shouldn't be rich. There's no way we should be rich. He got a company. I got a company. You get what I'm saying? So then when you when you cross over to another group, people start hating. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we, we're in the part where, we, you know, and nobody want to speak out. They're letting this gay stuff move, this movement go, because gay gay people position themselves well, just like the Jews did. And when you talk about the Jews, the Jews was ostracized too. They were slaughtered too. And we made them rich because they became, because they were seamstress, they couldn't read, they was illiterate when they came over here, and they thought about education. And and what we did was we had the entertainment, we, we were smart, we were married back in the early, um, you know, 1900s, and we, we had our thing, but we wanted to connect with them like we want to be part of them so what what the white people did because you remember in 1954 they did a um a whole training the whole white people on how to sell the negroes and ever since then mm. they moved our company we could pull that video up look for it will um ever since then we want to be part of them that's why i said that the, the elders made a bad deal and we praised them mm. they made a bad deal because like i was telling you the last time um there was a monahan report in 1964, it was the Monaghan Report. It was about um, getting men um, jobs and, and getting them education because if the man run, if the man win, everybody win in the family because you're going to take care of your girl, you're going to take care of your kids. But what they did was um, LBJ, the one we praise all the time, he said, no, we're not going to do that. All the Democrats pushed that away. And what they did was they said, let's, do, let's take care of the women. And the women didn't need us anymore. They, in, in, the, in the clause, they said, well, you can't have your man there. So the, the new man is the government. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. So we, so now you you sitting there, Jay, trying to fix things. But we, the dad's not in the home. You can't, like, everybody, mm-hmm. like, I still take care of my kids. You're not in that house. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're divided. Yeah. You're, you're divided. Yeah, you can't so compare divided. child support to being t- taken from your child. This, this, is what, this is what I want to say. When, when you're not in that house, that woman makes the child that um, you're the enemy now. You know what I'm saying? Because she's not I can't say that's necessarily like, true. Because I was raised without my father in my house. He, yeah, he lived you're, all the way in you're, Georgia. You're, you're, you're the exception. LeBron is the exception. We can't go off the exception. We can't. You made it. You, you know what I'm saying? But we can't go off of that. We can't have everybody not having fathers in the house. You know that, right? We can't yeah. have that. You're the exception. You're dope. But everybody's not dope like that. We got many a story saying I'm, they start hating their dad. They start hating men. And then, so now there's this six foot eight guy hating men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's a scary thing. Yeah. That's a scary thing. That's because they, they act like a chick. Go ahead, Will. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, so look, we'll use for example LeBron, right? Hey, who's he giving credit to? 
he ain't giving credit to the person who made him six eight because I can tell you who did not. <laughs> you know, and she's not six foot, but um, that that that's definitely a huge thing. And you know, um, Jay, I you know, I I know him, uh, you know, from from Wilkinsburg, and um, you know, his time with the police force and things like that. And um, like that's like, dope, man. That's yeah. dope. He's doing way more than what we will ever do. You know what I mean? So I give it out to you, man. Yeah. Thank you. You're a dope example, but this isn't what we want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Starts in the household. Starts in the household. I'm telling you, like, like this is what happened, man, because 70, 75, um, 25% of women are married, right? And usually, what they do is um, they'll they'll make the uh, the child hate the father, you know what I'm saying? Because the father is trying to protect, right? So the woman would but like you know, talking behind the scene on the phone about you, he ain't paying you, he ain't taking care of your bills and all this. So they hiding, they're hiding the fact what she's doing or he's doing. You know what I'm saying? A minute that we are there to protect and provide, and they and they look at it like, oh no, he's um. You know, he, he's, he's controlling. That's what God told us to do. If you believe in God, in Eden, we were supposed to protect the freaking garden. We were supposed to protect the garden, and we didn't. We, he, he listened to her. And, and, and when God, if you read the scripture, the God didn't go to her. He went to you. He said, what did you do? It's like when, when you, you got a kid in the house, right? And they got their friends over, and you tell them a command. You say, don't touch this. Don't do that. So they do it. The kid's doing it, the, 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 the uh, guests. And then the dude that you told to do it is doing it now. And so when you come in the house, you ain't going to talk to the friend. You're going to talk to him. You're going to be like, yo, I told you not to do it. You're going to be punished. You know? Jay, you got me riled up, man. Why you come on here? You got me riled up, bro. Ah, ah. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> not bad, but I, I, feel, I feel you on that because, like, being a child uh, – I did have my stepfather in my life for 10 years. And that was pretty much my birth all the way up until I was like 10 when him and my mom got divorced. So I always thought of him as my father and I still go to him as if he was my dad. Right. Cause that's who that's that's who I seen and that's who I talked to. But I still say I verbally my my biological father has a better sense of, I, could, I don't know, His somehow he talk, it makes sense to me. I can hear where yeah. you're coming from, but uh, it, it can go in one end out the other type. All right. But uh, I could recognize where he's coming from, but what we was talking about, what was we talking about before all that? I was uh, trying to get to your, my your question. Your question, uh, uh, hold on. We're talking oil. Will was talking about the question that you posted. Okay, and that, was that was that was that how we led to all this? This whole yeah. conversation. Yeah. yeah, we were talking all about right. having a union for black men and children, which um, it, it, it's interesting that you actually um put that out there because you you had specifically said black men and children. I thought that was definitely powerful because that's not actually talked about too much nowadays. You know. Black men in the community were kind of put as like the back burner, um, you know, kind of ignored, 
pretty much. And and that's one reason why I, I, I criticize women as well. Like I can care two 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 dams about the black woman, like the black woman's union or I mean like the women's union or whatever they talk about, the women's movement. Because them women all they're talking about is selfish needs, just like yep. gay people. Yep. And the reason that's like the reason I say like y'all can have your attitude, y'all can even give me blackfish about your opinion, because all their needs is so selfish because they have a union to protect under all their guidelines and their personal emotions. Mm-hmm. Black men don't mm-hmm. have that. We're just labeled as endangered species mm-hmm. and or maybe a drug dealer in court. Wow. But um, or a rapper in court. Let's say that. Let's say a rapper instead. But um like the women, like they had like black women or have just as much right as white women. And that's because white women wanted to power just as much as white men during those during those times, what during the fifties, sixties, and during that era. And that's what helped black women get a voice as well, because black women also gave birth just like white women could. And that's what gave them a comfortability because in some households back in the 1920s, black women were raising white children as what slave mothers. I don't know what you what the actual title was. The help, but the help. yeah, yeah, helper, yeah, helper. Um, but where was I going at with that? But with the uh, they 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 have some type of a protection. But there's near not a black woman. There's near not a woman on earth or during our lifetime has there ever been a woman who has spoke about protecting their children and creating a union, at least for black end. Because all these women crying about their sons getting killed by police officers. You got a child, you see the dad ain't going to be there. Why aren't you creating a union? Something to protect your child. You just worried about someone sexually assaulting you, you not having enough money, or how your personal feelings, how you just have personal feelings and vendettas about a situation or a standard. Like... You're not speaking about your child that you gave birth to to protect. At the end of the day, who would you say it falls on? I say it falls on the the one who gave birth because you really can't tell someone what to do with their own body. You can set all the policies and demands you want. Mm-hmm. Like if you know something's not gonna work, I think you gotta either either learn through the experience to feel that it's not gonna work out. But your conscience already tell you shit ain't gonna be there. Well, like, I, I, blame, I, blame, I, blame, I blame I blame I blame the man on that one. Yeah. Well, the man can be at fault as well, but the man can be at fault as well. He had he he know what he did. Point blank period. Like even even before, he know what he did, but he doesn't have he doesn't have the power or the authority that the woman has to voice her opinion inside inside of a courtroom to speak to oh, a that, judge the well, same way. Hold on, um, I got some feedback. Give me a second. I'm gonna uh, put you on mute for a second. But um, this is why I say it's the man because you you know what you're dealing with. Like you're the one looking at her because she got it. You think she her body look nice, and you're not thinking about if she's a good um, mother to your child. You know what I'm saying? You're not looking at the fact that if she got two parents. Do they have structure in their house? Because at the end of the day, um, you got to pay attention to how 
they treat their enemies because one day you're going to be one of them. So if she already got a child and you're seeing how she's treating her baby daddy and, and, and you come in there like you're trying to save her and when she get mad at you, she's going to react the same way she's doing to that person. You know what I'm saying? So we have authority where you put your money and your seed. You know what I'm saying? You can't go there and sit there and say, well, after you had a baby with somebody who was ratchet and they don't have a, um, a structure, that you can't blame that. That's your fault. And we do, we, you know, most people do that. I'm going to put you off me. Sorry about that. And, and feedback. Black community right now, um, there's more of them than us. So, you know, um, we have to be more. Put, put us as the prime priority, right? We got to be higher value than this. Go ahead. Yeah. We got to be more choosy yeah. with um, who we end up choosing. So, you know, a, a lot of times, like like um, what LaRon was saying, is that people will just more so look at, like, like ah, she got a fatty or, you know, and so on. But we're, we're in the information age. This is 2021. We, we could look back at the history of the 50s and all that stuff. We could look at the welfare system. We, we know that crack did this. We know that the weapons, um, you know, we know about all of that. So it's up to us as men to be able to use that information to be able to um, you know, make changes in the future. And part of that comes with self-control. And um, part of it might be to say, hey, um, you know, woman acting like that. You you want the hot girl summer? I'm we're we're leaving you to the side. Don't mess with mm-hmm. that. Yep. And and mm-hmm. one thing I want to say too is uh, you know, we have the power as men, right? So what we do is we give the power to the woman. So and they supposed to make it better. So if you give them a seed, they give you a baby. You give them a house, they're gonna decorate the house. If you give them a business idea, they're gonna say, hey, let me. You should do this. You should do that because they're supposed to be your helpmate. Now, if you got a chick that's not going to give you that power back, you give it to them, you're in trouble. You see what I'm saying? If we don't look at this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, they're supposed to make you better. You know what I'm saying? If they're not willing to do that, then in a lot of, you know, and it, it, you can't be, you're not being trained by that because, like I said, um, since 1960, like this is what we don't want to say. You know, everybody want to talk about slavery, but guess what? During slavery, we had, we were more, married more than now. After slavery, we were married more than now. It wasn't until 1964 when there was an incentive not to be married. So now we're seeing the results of it. So from 64 to 94, no dad in the house. Guess what happened? There was the crime was going on. Everybody wanted to be something. So there were crips, there were bloods. And then 1994, guess what happened? Black people who are trying to do, do right, they're scared of the people in the hoods, right? Like Wilkesburg, I lived in Wilkesburg for a minute. Until I was nine, and my mom got me out of there because it was the gang infested. So guess what? Daddy daddy can't go there and sit there and say, stop doing this, or I'm going to knock you out, right? Because daddy don't have the power because he got to go to court because that woman went to court and said, "This, we need to regulate this. I just want the money. I don't want him in my life. He, he's around my new boyfriend that's a gang member. I don't want him to be in the picture. You understand what I'm saying? So it's a divide in the family. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And there is exceptions. But you got to remember, this the the the, um, the woman that didn't have their father is mad at, at men, right? So now mm-hmm. you sitting there trying to get married this person, and you and they're like, "Oh, you're not going, you're not my daddy." When you try to give structure to the house, you don't want somebody like that. You want somebody like I said to is going to, you know, you give them power, like I said, and they're supposed to give it back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even like in the black community, like. 
you, we, if, the way we supposed to circulate money is I buy something from um from from Swanee's. Swanee buys something from me, so we can keep the money in our community for at least thirty days. We just get the haircut, and then the money go out the hood when we get paid on Friday. We wonder why. Like yeah. the America, America is for sale right now. People don't understand that everybody from Pittsburgh. I live in South Georgia. My house is. Thank God my house is nice. It's big. Like, you know, and what I'm saying is everybody up there, like, we can't get this, we can't get that. That's a lie. Because at the end of the day, racism is just a mindset. There is racism, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you this. When it, um, well, we need to focus on discrimination. All right. Now, discrimination can be fixed with the market if the government's not involved. Because back in the day, like I was telling Swanee, and Swanee was telling me, in the South, in the 20s, construction was black people. Now it's Mexican, right? Because Mexican will take anything. If you go down the land down here, they in the morning, a Mexicans is lined up, and guess what? People um, get jobs that way because they're, they're, they're taking away the middleman. Swanee was telling me back in the, in the 20s, um, Africans, Americans was getting those contracts because they was able to go, cut the middleman out, the yeah. government contract. So what I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying. If we focus on discrimination on, on this part, right? Um, white, uh, white and black people, I mean, white people, the rich people, they, they do care about race, but they care about themselves more than they care about race. That's why they will hire a black person if they're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the, um, the NFL. The Washington Redskins, they had a racist um, owner, and they were losing every game. And other people started hiring uh, black people and they were winning so they had to hire black people to stay afloat that's all i'm saying mm-hmm. anybody speak on that i i want to uh continue talking about what we were just talking about because um if you said you're we we as men we are to blame and i feel that all right men can also be to blame responsible every everyone Everyone has a personal story. Um, someone's a victim in someone's story. But yeah. if you just change the whole narrative and just think about what you want to do better, it will be just to be a positive situation. But what I'm saying is like the women, the women, they have a union. They have they have much more of a, a stronger voice than men have. Like you're talking, you're talking of, about you're talking about broke men though. Like if, if, if no, I'm like, talking if, about if, I'm if, talking if, about all men. Cause you, because this is even this even pertains to the men who have knowledge, who don't even want to be aware of it because they're structured around a democratic society mentally, and they feel that's the only way to proceed well, because they haven't thought for themselves yet, because they don't even believe that that even that even infrastructure type of exists for them to have a a clear conscience on a you let's say a utopia lifestyle. Okay. So let me tell you, let me ask you something. So if you if you had a nice structured home and you didn't get kicked out at 18, like most African-American parents do, and they say, hey, look, you can stay here, save your money, and get your we're gonna get you some skills. Cause that's what the problem is. Men don't a lot of men don't have skill, right? So yes. you get your skill, you save up your money, and you don't gotta leave here. Like most parents say, they say, you're on your own, bro, right? They they save up. They got a hundred thousand. They got some control before they leave out the house. Okay, you mm-hmm. tell them what the don't be messing with these girls. What you know um, that you think you know just because they're you know you're horny. 
because that's what's happening. We're these people. We're, we're having a um a problem where people's having kids at 18, 17, 16 years old. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't have kids too early. Like the, if you want to get out the middle class, if you want to get into the middle class, what you do is you um you get your education. If you don't want to do business, if you ain't built like that, you get your education. You get a high paying job, right? You get a woman high paying job, or if you got enough, you keep her home, right? To protect the family, right? Um, mm-hmm. Then after that, I mean, before that, you 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 gotta stack up your money. You can't be living in a home where they was like, well, you gotta pay the light bill because I don't have any money. We're playing from behind, bro. Like 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 yeah. here's the here's the thing. Most people in the black community, like what. When the money the money goes up in white communities, right? So you know we know a lot of people from Willing Hills that made money, but white people don't gotta take care of their parents. So the money going back going up, it should be going down. I mean, right? You should be going taking it to your kids. We gotta give it up because we gotta pay help help our parents because they screwed up. We're playing from behind. You understand what I'm saying? That's our fault because if you get skills, you don't have to worry about this. I know. so many black men down here and in, in um you know I was in Michigan that make six figures and they don't have the same problems most people do. We gotta get out that the um that I, I don't have any money, gotta wait till payday stuff. You know what I'm saying? And and, and and the way you do that is don't have kids too early. But most of these dudes we know is mm-hmm. having kids, and guess what? You put the white man involved because they go they want the power. Remember, I said you give them power, they give it back. When you give them power, they go down to, to the court the courthouse and they take your money that way. And then you have no control of your kids except for the weekend. You gotta be in that house. You gotta have a presence in the house. You understand what I'm saying? If you look at the married couples in America, the married African American couples, which is far small and in between, not step parents. And you look at the single parents, you get out of you get out of the middle class just from having two working parents. You know what I'm saying? Um, how did, how is it that uh, Africans, Nigerians? I know a lot of Nigerians. They come over here, they pass the SATs. They're poor over there, man. Like 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 I know like lights cut out. Like if their their heat cut, shut off, it shuts off for weeks. You know what I'm saying? I, I, my my wife is from Jamaica. Same same thing. They come over here because they see the opportunity. We don't because we're here. We keep talking about police brutality. They're like, oh. There's so much money over here because we can't see it. So we have to go over there to see what's, what we're missing. I'm telling you. I, when I went over there, my, my wife took me to Jamaica, and I'm seeing these people in shacks. There's, like, all these people in the house, but they're happy because they don't know what's, what, like, they're poor. But they come over here and see, oh, there's money over here? If you look at Nigerians, Nigerians make more than white people on average as a family. They make over $100,000 on average. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Asians, Asians been slaved more than us. We, we, I, I feel sorry for the people who were slaved here. Thank God we're here. You and I, Jay, Swanee, thank God we're here because they're trying to come over here because this is the, is the land of opportunity and we're messing it up. You know what I'm saying? There's opportunity here. I don't think we're, I don't think we're, I don't think we're messing it up. I think we're not taking advantage of the opportunity. That's messing it up. Yeah. Because that's because, messing it up. Yeah, because right now I'm telling you this. 
right now it's going to be the biggest transfer of wealth because the baby boomers is the biggest population and they're dying off. Mm. Just the land for sale. And we ain't even position to do that because our credit is bad. We don't even know how to get an LLC because if you get an LLC, you can you can borrow. The people don't know this. If you get an LLC, I know this millionaire. He makes $20 million um, last year during the pandemic. He's a black guy in Atlanta. And what they did was they teamed up. So it's like, um, Jay, you, I want you to get a, um, I want you to get an LLC and you get your credit up and uh, you go to a credit union. They're going to give you $50,000 because if you, if we put a certain amount of money in for six months, they're going to give it to you. Um, Swanee, you do the same thing. I do the same thing. We all borrow two fifty from them, two hundred fifty thousand. They're going to give it to us. We spend a third of it and pay it back. They're going to give us more. That's not exempt from black people, bruh. Trust me, because I'm, I'm telling you, this is what the game I'm getting from these rich people down here. It's not, like, and I'm, I'm gonna piggyback on what I'm saying because it's not about racism. Um, they want to make money, so they care about their bottom line before they care about racism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we focus on the wrong thing. We we listen. We get the. That's one reason why I voted money. for Trump. That yeah. talk, what you just said. Yeah. But we and, we focus on what we're told to focus on. We are we are told to focus on. Sit there and think of how stupid this sounds. They they tell us that um, you know, like black people can't get IDs. Like like right. I, I had. An ID since I was 14, 13 years old. You right. know, mom, we I didn't have a lot of we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up. That was just something that um, you know, she knew that I needed to do, and it just made it easier as far as like jobs and things like that. But even like in this type of situation, like 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 even have the audacity to say that, you know, it it, it just shows how. These people look down on us, right? And and they want us to look down on ourselves. So whenever you get to that thing of it, it's soft bigotry, it's low expectation. Whenever we have those low expectations, then no one's going to ever rise up. Some people don't think they're going to live past twenty five. You know, those yeah. are expectations that um, you know come a lot in our community. So what we have to do is we have to be able to kind of tune those voices out and we have to listen to the voices that are actually putting the knowledge on. That's one one of the reasons, like Laurent said, that's what we're why we're doing what we do, because we want to be able to empower, you know, black men. Um, anybody can benefit from what we're saying. It, it's not a race thing. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, everyone who's on here happens to be of a certain persuasion, and, and everyone's li- welcome to listen. That that's certainly you know um, that's certainly fine. But we we have to do and t- tune out these nonsense voices because they're saying things that aren't benefiting us. And, right. and by, you know, keeping on as a as a collective, you know, you know, dealing with these things, they they tell you what to be mad at. They say you need to be mad about the LGBT stuff. You need to be mad about the um. The shootings. You need to be mad about, um, you know, um, getting the minimum wage. Why, why, why are we focusing on fighting minimum. minimum wage? It's the minimum, <laughs> anyway. It, it's a, it's a race down to the bottom. So, you know, if you're trying to go to the top, and LLC doesn't have a floor, you know, mm-hmm. LLC, you know, it, it's, it's its own person. Yep. And anyone that, um. 
I think what we need to do, Ron, on, on one of our shows, you know, we, we need to definitely um, dive deeper into that, you know, and um, provide some resources but because um, I'm, I'm pretty much tired of it, <laughs> you know. Oh, the, the say say that again. What are you tired of? I'm tired of I'm tired. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of the lack of unity. I'm tired of the um, non-direction that ends up going on. Just like um, Laurent, you can't take everyone because everyone's not going to go. And, and some people, you don't want to go because they're going to um, end up sabotaging you. That's why Harriet Tubman, she kept a gun with her. Because the, those ones that um, were trying to turn around, she would um, send you back with a nice problem. You know, yep. Harriet Tubman let one go before, you know, um, he, didn't, he didn't even go. This was John Tubman. You know, her own husband ratted her out. And, and why is that? You know why? Because people like security. But, you know, we have maximum security in jail. People like security. I know so many people who um, get benefits from the because um, they went to the military and they won't start a business because they 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 scared of their, you know, they, they don't bet on themselves. They want this ride that they're going to get, this little money that they get. And it's, it's, it's sad. I mean, it's, it's needed. Don't get me wrong. Like the welfare state, it, it was needed, you know, for for uh, for certain people. But we can't make that a lifestyle. Anybody could be on it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, for me, um, we can't work. You know, it, it's more it's more of individualism, man. Because no, people's not gonna come with you, like you said. Like people's not gonna do it. We can have this conversation that makes it feel good. But I call for certain people tomorrow. They're like, "No, nah, I'm I'm cool. I'm chilling with my family." Or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But we got a we got a family to save. We got a, a legacy to save. You know what I mean? But people don't think that way. You know what I'm saying? So See, that's, that's why you gotta lure people in. If you want to get people, like that's what I learned from running for mayor. Like I thought, just me walking, talking, do, doing, uh, going door to door, and so forth and so on, that would be just enough. That's true. And it would bring people out. But it it didn't. It just it got my it got my face to be recognized by by people individually, but I learned I learned that children and adults are similar because someone's gonna get bored out in a long conversation. A child you can't say too much to because they're not gonna absorb it all and they're gonna get bored too. So you gotta teach adults just like you teach children through colors, music, anything kiddish. Just so it could be simple and straight to the point. Yes, and, that 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 is, that is facts. And what, what you were saying, like about even with the uh, the individual with people, um, they're not doing nothing for us. I think that's our biggest problem. Worried right. about someone doing something for us. We already having a conversation about someone not even going to show up for us, and we gonna have a bigger argument about. Everything else about someone doing something for us, that's the wrong conversation to have. You just need to like be exempt yourself from the conversation, disassociate yourself, understand and recognize what they're doing, and do it the same, but do it your way that you see rights and fits for the purpose of unity or equality. It's hard to help people that don't want to be helped, man. Because like they, they don't want to be like, that's crazy. You don't even gotta help them. You don't even got. You don't even gotta like, like hang. You don't even gotta feed them. Like you don't. Like I, 
this is what I do. Like, I went, like you said, uh, we should learn to get a trade. I learned that after I left the police department to go get a trade, and I went and got a trade in Barbara. I and do. Yeah. That, I'll talk about Thank you. And that helped me lead to, an, well, I already had the business, the entrepreneur mindset. Uh, and my Nana installed that into me growing up as a child. But um, my point is, like, people like people wanting to learn or needing to hear the the information that need to be given to them is I learned I learned this like I sell icy cups for a penny, just like your local grandma at, at, in the projects will sell icy cup for an eight ounce icy cup. I sell it for a penny. Why people are cheap for one, and not only that. Everyone has a penny, and if you don't, it's right there on the ground. Pick it up. It's just a penny. I sell it for a penny, and I teach them. I teach them financial literacy through it, and the purpose and the purpose of it is costing a penny because there's history about how I came up with this math equation, and it's pretty much like how I sold drugs in in my youth age, my youth years, like during high school. Um. Like my icy cups, I sell on icy for a penny, but within a dollar, you can get um, you can get fifteen icy cups. So that means one icy per person costs costs a penny per order, and then after that costs seven cents. So seven times fourteen is ninety eight, in which that ninety eight goes into a dollar, and I also made that equivalent to a gram, and measuring it on the scale if I was to be selling drugs. And I say that's how equivalent it is. that's how it is that's how equivalent it is because that extra penny after that ninety eight cents was gonna make the ninety nine and I told you, that's how I told you that's how you invest a single dollar into penny ices and you can get fifteen ices for a dollar or you can get you can purchase a meal for fifty one cent and you'll get an icy cup and you'll get a hot dog or macaroni and cheese and string beans whatever I have and um. And the reason I say is, and the whole thing about the penny method is the icy cups, it's on the stock market through Kraft Heinz, through the KHC. And it's like $42 a share. And I teach you how you can you can invest into the stock market by investing a single penny by purchasing an icy cup. Because wow. if you do that, I also tell you that if you want to buy wholesale, you can spend $14 with me and you'll receive 200 icy cups that you can sell for 50 cents a piece. And uh, receive an $86 profit. And if you do that four times with me, you can create an EQ shareholders account, which costs $250. And that exempts you from any third party. And you it all, and, and if you don't know nothing about life insurance, you can create a whole life insurance policy and associate it with your life insurance policy through your trust. They create it as a dividend. And it's deep. And I'm, that's, what I'm, that's pretty much what I teach people. But I don't try to teach them that whole method, that one thing. I say, penny ices, penny ices, penny ices. Eventually, they're going to catch the drift because it's going to get louder and louder. Hmm. And, they, no. and then they're, no. they're going to want to be a part of the parade. And then they'll find out that's how beneficial it is. I'm playing with them like I play with kids. <laughs> that's dope, <laughs> man. That's dope. And that's just one way how I found out how you could pretty much create um, a positive economic wealth for generations because no one owns their business on the stock market. And through this method, 
you're creating it from you're, it's already it's a penny stock. But on this penny, this penny stock on its own is its own business, such as Pepsi. So, because it's its own product, because it's a Foolay pack or any other pack that you make in the product food. So, therefore, your therefore your wholesale all the way around. So, you're breaking down your own product, and if you want to buy fifty six packs of those, it only costs you thirteen dollars in Walmart. Mm. And like, nice. there's there's ways. Now nice. He's keep teaching people the math equation, how to keep breaking on down and create a pyramid. Because there was a guy that helped me create my a life insurance policy, and he told me it was a whole life insurance policy for New York Life, and he helped me create an annuity to it and invest into the stock market and go towards that direction, which I just spoke to you guys about, and it just opened my eyes to a whole nother view of wealth. Now, Jay, do you have you have an organization or anything? Yeah, I do, but my business cards and paperwork all in my truck. Okay, I mean, if there's anything, you know, we're about to wrap up. Anything you want to shout out or um, anything? Um, no, well, I might try to run for mayor as a writer. That's okay. what I might do, and I might want to. I would like to speak to you guys and get to know you guys a little bit more and see. What this show's more about? I don't know. I know. I know. Will I, I always used to talk to Will on the beat when I was walking on the beat, and we create we created like a, a nice friendship, and I enjoy talking to him. And it's always a pleasant conversation when we speak. So I, I, I'm glad to meet you, you guys. Uh, what is it, Lauren and Swaggy G? Um, nice to Swan. meet you guys, Swanee. Oh, Swanee. Sorry, my man. No doubt. Nice to meet no you doubt. as well. Yes, right. sir. Definitely right. appreciate you coming through. And um, you know, um, come back. We'll be we'll be back next Wednesday at um ten o'clock. Um, you know, be be sure to tune in. I got you. Just text me. Uh that's how I got this last time. I had to I went with my old text. Yeah. Y'all have a blessed one. Yeah, that was dope, man. That was yeah. dope for sure. Definitely. Yeah, man. So, uh, so uh, last word, Swanee, man. You got anything you want to say? Yeah, man. Um, first of all, um, this was definitely another dope show. Um, you know what? I, what I really enjoy, and I always tell folks this all the time: uh, how we learn and how we be great leaders is we listen first, right? Mm. So, just to sit back and just listen to knowledge and and just take it all in and you know when he, he had mentioned a good point about you know kids and i would say even the older generation because their attention span is just not not there you know we can talk to our elders and talk about you know this and that and after five minutes they're gone same thing with kids we can talk to them about this and that and after five minutes they're gone um that's that's very very unique uh you know point that he brought up and that, that, that and that's what it is and um so i I'm, I'm just i'm just just thankful and grateful that you know that we're able to have a platform that you guys created man um to continue this conversation because these conversations is what our our elders prevented from happening you know what i mean these conversations in the households was not happening and now we have to take control of that right now
we have the ability, our generation have the ability, and we are right now, uh, to take back control of our manhood in our households and our communities. It's very important. And I think we have a, a great opportunity right now. And, um, you know, I just appreciate you guys, man. And, uh, and, and as always, um, anyone out there, subscribe to TNJ Radio Show. Subscribe, share, like to your friends and family, strangers. It don't even matter because this is the dopest platform on YouTube right now. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> but, uh, but all right, Swan, man, I appreciate the support again, man. Um, and, uh, definitely, man, we got some stuff coming up that we're going to talk about. Uh, matter of fact, before you get off, um, we got some interviews. Like, we were starting to interview. You want to uh, talk about the interview, Will? Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, I, tomorrow we should actually have um, some, you know, pieces of, um, you know, one of our interviews. One of our first ones going to be with the, Emmanuel Deonda, you know, some of y'all know him from the group Crave, um, Pretty Ricky. Uh, doing dope work. Um, I, I was listening to one of his songs he has out. He has a single called Interlude out. So I definitely, you know, check that out on whatever type of streaming platform you can have. You have. And um, we'll have the interview out and we'll have a way for you to get it early also so you know be be sure to um you know tune in on the youtube channel uh we'll also have a notification on facebook and um also we had a uh, interview coming up with a uh, financial guru freddie green so that's going to be a good one yeah so we we um yeah we're gonna have our interview thing and and definitely we're going to set up we um we set up a, a patreon so um, we're going to be putting out the clips, but if you want to see the full video um, without wasting any time, you know, you're going to go to our, our Patreon page. Yep, yep. But, uh, all right, Swan. No man, doubt. Get with you, man. Thank you for being on Absolutely. <laughs> all good. Thanks for having me on. All right. Yeah, that was, I got it. Look at you, man. Look at you. Like tug of war, rabbit season. I should have let you have it, huh? <laughs> yeah, that that was uh that was dope, man. We um, I, I I appreciate Jay getting on that that uh definitely brought life into something and learned some stuff that was going on in the community, you know. Mm. You know, but uh, yeah, that was good. I I definitely liked the, the topic we did today, man. Um, the rap battle. Uh, it, it was definitely awesome. Um. Then, then put it on there earlier, but for anyone, um, you know, our cash app, anyone wants to support the show, TNJ Radio, cash app there. But, um, you know, because we, th this is one of the things right now, but whenever you have anything that's worth anything, you want to be able to support it so it can grow. This is a movement. This isn't just, um, you know, me and LaRon or me and LaRon and Swanee. You know, that this is something that's going to be, you know, for a lot of people and it's going to be able to help a lot of people. You know, there's people who have um, actually said behind the scenes that, you know, they're thankful for what we're doing. So those type of things you want to support, um, you know, that way we can do more of the work. That's right. That's right. You know, so with that, man, we get 
um, like I said, if you're still on, just definitely like, subscribe, and um, send that notification to someone. Share it. Everybody share it. And I'll see you on the next one. All right. Peace.